Yo, what's up, podcast people? Hoop Consensus Podcast, episode 49. Back again with the podcast. We have another guest today. Uh, Hoop Intellect is here with us today. Welcome, Hoop Intellect, to the Hoop Concessions pod. Welcome, welcome. Uh, what's good? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's everyone's day so far? Been straight, man. Good. I think we should ask our guest how his day is. Yeah, how's your day? Yeah. How's your day? How's your it's day? been cool, you know? Just uh, finished the video, uploaded it and everything, so... We've been chilling. Hey, what's the what's the video title, bro? Tell what, what's it about? Yeah, um, yeah a, real, a real nigga would have seen it already, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's just a um, preseason big board. Um, just kind of getting back into swing of things, you know, with college basketball starting next week. Um, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Hey, bro. I just want to let y'all know this dude is the draft guru, bro. You yes. guys have to watch him. I just want to let y'all know that right now. He, that's a fact. I, 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 I would most. say uh, for this past draft class, since it was like very like it was loaded with talent, uh, like I was watching a lot of your videos with that with Cade and Mobley and Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, all of them. So I I just want to say it, it very it helped me with my uh, it helped me be educated about the draft prospects. So I just want to thank. That's you a fact. That. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Yeah, you really you really be dropping some bangers on there, bro. I really find <laughs> the content. For yeah. And everyone I, everyone uh, else having a good day. Yeah, for real. I've been having a good yeah, day. Yeah, man. You already know. I got into argument with Mustard. Yeah. Okay. But, you know. <laughs> These two be having the dumbest arguments, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the most random arguments. Bro, Jason Wu wakes up at 6 in the morning to hate on Steph Curry on Twitter. It's so weird, bro. Bro, it's facts, it, bro. It always ends with the same closing statement. Always ends with the same closing statement. It's always like, it's a it's a double standard, bro. It's a double standard. It's a double standard, bro. <laughs> like, we get it, bro. Jesus. But uh, speaking of... Speaking of uh, you know your channel and how you talk about uh, you know draft prospects how'd you get down to nba youtube like how did that come to be yeah so i basically it was like so this is like my sophomore year of college um and i was just like i felt like i could really offer something in the in the basketball space um but i didn't really know how i was like really trash at editing um didn't have like much experience doing it so i just kind of really hunkered down um, and honed my skills on Adobe Premiere and thing and like Photoshop and things like that. Um, started off kind of doing highlight videos um, and kind of targeting certain players who didn't get a lot of shine because I felt like that could attract a lot of eyes to my channel while I figured out how to edit like um, really well. And I already watched a lot of film writing articles and stuff on Medium. So I kind of just kind of like combined everything at once and yeah just kind of over time so like i started off doing those highlight videos like i said like alex caruso i had that alex caruso highlight video that did like seven hundred thousand, which is crazy <laughs> for like a non-bleacher report um lonzo just kind of other other players who didn't get didn't get a lot of shine and weren't going to get like a espn or you know house of highlights or whatever uh video so started doing that and then Last year, I decided to, so this was like March or, no, this was like January last year. I decided to start making these scouting reports um, that I did on the NBA draft and put them into, into a video form. So I kind of just hunkered down in the in the library for one day um, for like 10 hours straight because I didn't have a computer at the time. I was just off this like 09 or 08 Dell laptop that shut down every time you watch the video oh, on HD. Um, 
Yeah, it was. It was the struggle was crazy. Crashes um, are tough, bro. I feel you on that, man. Hey, man. Yeah, mustard would know. Mustard would know. <laughs> yeah, so, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so I basically just kind of put that all together. Um, the draft stuff got really popular really fast. Took off way faster than I expected, and yeah, I kind of just been been going from there. I like that. Wow. That's what's up. Glad to hear. Yes. Uh, Great stuff, man. Back. He started from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's back. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I was going to ask, speaking of like the draft, uh, how do you feel about this draft class so far and what like a lot of these players have been doing so far? Yeah. So the the rookie class right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I I like it a lot. There's a lot of a lot of talent. A lot of people performing really early, um, even earlier than I expected. You know, you've got Scotty Barnes out here getting twenties like it's nothing. In 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 college, he could barely score the ball. He's already pulling up from mid range, uh, shooting the three confidently. So that's you love to see. You know, he had that like, high ceiling type of potential, but you didn't know how long it was going to take him to kind of like reach that. Um, yeah, you you know, you've got Jalen Green, you know, coming on strong. Obviously, Chris Duarte. Um, you know, he's been doing his thing. Evan Mobley, unbelievable. Um, Josh Giddy doing his thing also. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he wanted to hear, bro. Hey, man. Hey, man. He is a Giddy hater, bro. Yeah, I was a Giddy hater, call it, His nickname is Josh Shitty, according to him. So Yeah, bro, uh, because. He, he, he can play, man. Yeah. He was, uh, he was not a believer. Yeah, he was. He was, he was uh, as soon as the Thunder drafted him, he was calling him Josh Shitty, bro, because he wanted he, Kum- he wanted Kuminga really badly. Yeah, so, I wanted Kuminga because he he like spits. He's the spitting image of Jalen, bro. Like if you look at the draft comparisons and everything, spitting image. That's why I wanted him. But you know, we got Josh Giddy, Big Rubio. Yeah, so. yeah. I can I can see it. Big Rubio, oh, big, big stop. <laughs> stop with that comp, bro. Yeah. He calls him uh, Ricky Rubio with no defense. That's what he says. Yeah. No, he plays defense now. I'll give him that. Oh, he, he plays does. defense. I haven't now. watched Thunder games, so yeah, I, he I don't know. But bro, um, yeah, you gotta t- you gotta you gotta tap in, bro. You get to see Shea, but the I don't want to watch player in the league, league. <laughs> bro. Every play, bro. Oh, like, come on, man. I want to watch Shea, Giddy, and like. Darius Basie, no, bro. No, that's the league. Yeah, Darius Basie, Darius, Darius Basie ruins it because he's the worst player in the league, bro. Bro, y'all employed, y'all employed Charlie Brown last year, bro. Uh, Tank hey, master, Tank commander, baby. I have a question for you, Hoop. Uh, who do you who would you pick as the rookie of the year right now, Scotty or Mope? I mean, I feel like those are the only two candidates. Yeah. Those are the two right now. I probably go with. It's it's really tough. I probably go with Evan Mobley. Um, I just think wow. he's had like a really he's he doesn't have the statistics that Barnes has, but I think just the kind of overall impact that Mobley has had for his team. You know, you've got on Toronto, you got OG, you've got, you know, Fred doing his thing that you know they're gonna bring it. On the Cavs, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on and I feel like he really puts everything together. And the dudes are starting marking in at the three. Like he's <laughs> playing well enough for them to get wins, be competitive, be at least mediocre. And with <laughs> someone who should be playing really the small ball five. The, the way he said five. that. The way he said. Nah, it's because he knows. It's he knows Markin is not good, bro. <laughs> hey, I, I can't lie though. Markin has been playing some solid defense, better than I expected. Jesus. All right, but uh, let's continue. What a though. cone, bro. Um, 
I want to ask you about I want to ask you about Pat Will. I know that he's not in this class, uh, but he just went down with the injury. Uh, I don't know if you watch. Uh, like Florida State or look at look like at that. look at the Bulls but, fan trying to gas up his own player, bro. Bro, there's nothing oh, wrong with me to bring up Pat Will in this because I, I still <laughs> think Pat Will, I still think Pat Will has like loads of potential, but the only issue is right now, like he's on a team where he's never really gonna be able to reach that right, at least right now. You know, they have a lot of things going on. Do you think the Bulls should keep him or try to move him to get like another piece to keep building? Yeah, they're in a they're in an interesting situation, like Obviously, him getting hurt kind of throws something like a wrench into all this. But I, I really like his potential. He's still like around the same age as like guys like Cade and people in this draft class. Mm-hmm. Um, so the potential is obviously there. But like for this team right now, he would have just been that guy, you know, go out and defend, um, rebound a little bit, just kind of fill gaps, hit spot up shots. Um, but you know, over time, I, I really like his potential. I think that. It, it, it could work for this Bulls team. But if like, the opportunity comes for them to get another player that, like, really completes this team at that, like, four spot to, like, do a lot of things that, you know, Levine's not doing, Vucevic is not going to do, that they need to, you know, complete the team, I, I would do that. But I don't know if that offer is going to be there. And if he hasn't been had the, the opportunity to, like, really show at least flashes on the court, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen. But I, I do like him. Okay, I like that because I think the thing with Pat Will is like it's almost like it was a great pick, but like the wrong timing because like like bull the Bulls are trying to contend, and I think yeah. Pat Will can help us contend, but like Pat Will, you know, you know he always obviously had the Kawhi comparisons and things like that, but I think a lot of people forget Kawhi didn't come into the league and like was a star from day one. He he kind of had a similar route that Pat Will had, you know, you know first year he had like a like a backseat role. Then he gradually worked his way up to being a good starter, then all-star, all-NBA, you know, rest is history from there. So I think Pat Will could do something similar. But I just feel like in today's league where we see young players like Luka and Trey and Ja come in and have, like, instant impact, people just want rookies to just explode out the gate. And it just doesn't work that way. That's my that's my biggest issue with all basketball Twitter social media talk is like if you're if the number one pick doesn't come out and score forty in his first game, he's trash already. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's like, that's Jay Smooth. That's Jay Smooth right there, bro. He's calling Jalen Green a bust, bro. That's that's the thing. Like I don't understand why we always continue to do this. Like Trey Young a couple years ago, horrible summer league, comes in, starts the season off slow of his rookie year. Then he starts to pick it up, and it's like we can't. Everybody was calling him. Everybody was calling him a bust at the mm-hmm. beginning. Before, yeah. He was getting, yeah. So like we just it's gotta it's gonna take time. Anthony Edwards last year, like he started off the season really poorly, picked it up by by the end of the year. People were not like really checking for Timberwolves games, so it's like that kind of passed them by, and they already had decided a certain narrative. Well, some people did a narrative about him until he dunked on Wananabe. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I absolutely hate it when like they just like criticize rookies for summer league and preseason. Like, it just that shit bothers me so much. Yeah, it's think a, about it. In the summer league and preseason, in the summer league, Rockets fans were convinced they had literally the <laughs> dynasty on their hands, bro. Yes, they thought Sangu was the, bro. That shit was crazy, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Rockets Twitter was yes. Rockets Twitter this past offseason was like they were talking the most shit. They were talking the most shit this offseason. Josh Christopher doesn't even get minutes, bro. 
and they yeah. was on this man's meat, dog. Yeah, that's the thing. It goes the it goes the other way too. Like if somebody mm-hmm. starts off really hot, you know, that's not the time to like lose your mind about it. People because of how Sharif played, Sharif was pretty good in the summer league. But really? there was all these pages on Instagram talking about, um, you know, how what project uh, Sharif's stat line for this year. I'm like, he's not gonna play this year. <laughs> yeah. like, got, I, have, I haven't heard that name in months, bro. Yeah, I haven't heard of Sharif Cooper in a minute. Not gonna lie. Right. Yeah, that's because he's, he's not playing. playing. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I, bro. I keep trying to tell people, it's just. It's not happening, especially when you have Trey. Like, it's not like been like, say, yeah, yeah. When you had Trey on the like, his it, time I, slot of minutes that he could play is already low. Yeah, I think it can. I think he can be a backup point guard in this system. I think he works pretty well. But like, they still got Delon Wright. They got Bogdanovich, who they like handling the ball. Kevin Herter. Like, things will have to move, and he's gonna have to get better for them for him to like for them to trust him. They're trying to go win the East. You know, yep. he's not gonna just come in and and do all that. So. That's kind of yeah. the context. We just got to give these players a little bit more time. Just because, like, you know, there's all these comparisons. People talk about how high they're drafted. People think that you're just supposed to come in and be Luka from the jump or LeBron or whoever else. But that's just Or Josh Giddy. I have one question. Hey, man. I have, hey, man. I have one question. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Killian Hayes? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I liked Killian Hayes. <laughs> That's how quite you know he's about to say he's about the distance, nigga. <laughs> I liked him. I liked him quite a bit, but I don't know. I, at first, I thought it might have been you know the injury he had to come back from. That was a pretty serious mm-hmm. injury to start off his career. Same um, thing. Mm-hmm. I said the same thing, bro. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas like injury, just yeah. off the jump. Yeah. But he, I don't know, man, because <laughs> yeah. a lot of the stuff that he showed overseas is just not translating offensively. Defensively, he's kind of solid. Yeah, but definitely. I'm still giving him, like, about a year or so to figure this out this year. And then this year, if he's still out here with, you know, every time he shoots the ball, we're like, is this is this going to go in, like, at all? <laughs> um, then we can start having a different conversation. But um, even with – but so far, it's just been pretty bad. Uh, that's yeah. that's kind of yeah. – um, For, for context, hold on. For for context, Killian Hayes is averaging five point seven points, two point six rebounds, and three point zero assists per game as a starter who gets about thirty minutes per game in the NBA. He doesn't get thirty minutes <laughs> per game. He he doesn't get thirty minutes. Uh, and I, yeah, there's Killian, no way. They, hey, yo, I, all I gotta say <laughs> is this, bro. Killian Hayes is on bust to watch. I don't care. <laughs> Leon Hayes on bust watch. Yes, nah, he's on, nah, bro. Nah, he's on. He's out, out the league watch. He's out of the league watch. Hey, bro, Sekou Demboya, two point oh, bro. Point Frank, guard, bro. Frank, Frank. Uh, that's true. Hey, nah, Frank, 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 Frank got a few years though. Frank got a few years. Yeah, I'm about to say Frank. Oh yeah, Frank is still in the league actually. Yeah, I was about to say he's on the Mavs right now. I don't see Killian Hayes lasting as long as Frank has lasted in the NBA. You know, Frank is at least an elite defender. I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, two years in a row, not even averaging ten points. I just, I just don't understand game. how you could be that bad at scoring. Like Jesus, bro. Yeah, bro. Some people that just not their game, bro. Like people always. Uh, let, me, let me let me let me let me say one. Hey, more. is allergic to scoring the ball. Yeah, like he's. Hey, a, while, he's a while passer, we're on the topic but... of the Pistons, it's only been two games. <laughs> the Dwayne Casey needs to put the ball in Casey's hand, bro. I don't care how bad he is. Just put the ball in his hand, bro, and let yeah. the man play. I was saying the same thing in summer league. Like, why are we? Mm-hmm. Why is Saban Lee handling the ball when Kay Cunningham is here? Like, this isn't like 
the fourteenth pick where you kind of just kind of giving things up, kind <laughs> of figure things out. Like this is the number one pick in the draft. Give that man the ball. Um, and that's what I'm thinking about in in the regular season too, just to kind of unlock his passing ability and you know his ability as a scorer too, because he's one for five right now. Uh, Kate is in his yeah, game. Yeah, I saw that nigga's not playing well right now. Uh, he has five points at least, so that's positive. But at least he gets. Oh line. wait, the Pistons are playing yeah. right now. Yeah, they're oh, playing yeah. the Oh, they're beating the Sixers right now. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I just think that the way he's being used, you know, the way that ball handling dis- uh, responsibilities are being distributed, is a little weird. But hopefully, they figure that out by the end of the season. Um, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Giving- it's, it's it's one more month of Killian Hayes playing bad before you send him to the bench, bro. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so uh, before, you, before, before I before we before move on, I want to ask one more question. Who is uh who is your rookie of the year pick? Oh, he said Evan. You no, know, he already said Evan Mobley. Oh, oh, like no, be- no, before before this whole season started, like who is your like? Oh, before oh, the season, yeah. Okay, for sure. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. Smart man. You know, these niggas think that K Nah, K will be nice, though. K will be nice. We all said K will be nice. I just said Suggs was going to win. Jay Smooth said Suggs was going to be better than him. I said Suggs was going to win Rookie of the Year. I thought you A nigga that's been a loser spot to Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz by the end of the year. That's a fact. It's not even that. Like, listen to this, right? So those players were all hurt. Like, Markel Fultz is hurt. Right. This man is starting. And I was like, I don't see many players. I didn't know Cole Anthony was going to be this good, but I didn't see many players taking his shots from him. Really? I thought he had the most opportunity. No, what do you mean? They have Franz Franz Wagner, bro. Oh, yeah. He's cooking. He's cooking. But Franz Wagner literally secures me money every day. He's my favorite NBA player right now. I'm not even joking. I thought thought, thought Jonathan Isaac is going to be Durant. Jonathan Isaac. Bro, he's going to be back back later in the season. I know, but later on... When but he, he called him back, Durant? That's when, insane, bro. <laughs> but this is the thing. When he comes back... Uh, to be fair, he calls him defensive Durant. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but when he comes back, listen to this. How many minutes is he going to play? Because he's going to be on a minutes restriction for about a month, right? And then mm-hmm. he won't be taking that many shots. He's rarely going to have time to, like, take a bunch of shots. I'm not going to lie, though. Before he got injured, I'm, I don't expect him to do too much this year, but I will say before he got injured offensively, he was actually, like... Showing a lot of progression. Yeah, in the hey, game. That midi, hey, that step back, that step back midi was looking good. That's all I'm saying. I took the ring. Yeah, like a good like month or two where he was like knock, knocking down threes, the mid range, finishing at the rim, getting to the line. I was like, okay, like if this nigga can become a legit offensive player, that's dangerous. I'm not gonna lie, because defensively, I, I there was a stretch before he got hurt where I was like, oh, he's the defensive player of the year in my book. You know, but obviously he wasn't going to get it because, you know, they're not winning games like that. You know, they're going to favor the Anthony Davises and even Giannis, right? I know Giannis is in a small market, but he's Giannis, big freak. Uh, but Jonathan Isaac, when he's fully healthy, he is up there with the top defenders in the league, in my opinion. Um, but uh, let's just get started with uh, some of these topics that we got lined right. up. Wait, hold on. Quick, wait, quick, quick question before we get into topics. What's what's your, like, favorite team? Like, what's your team? I don't have a team anymore. Um, anymore, I you, you hopped off the bandwagon. <laughs> I've always been um, kind of a dude who just likes players. Like there is like this weird stigma. Um, if you liked players like ten ish years ago, um, you like had to have a favorite team. So I was like, 
I'm a Heat fan. I'm a Cavs fan. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You a LeBron, just a LeBron fan? fan. He's a he's a Bron oh, fan. Oh man. Hey yo, you yeah, know I'm my. Like, you know, yeah. like Not gonna lie, you know you got to take that jersey down eventually, of Markel Fultz. Right? Markel Fultz. Hey, that's like a that's like a um. I don't know. It's like a it's like a gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do the draft stuff. That's Markel yeah, Fultz yeah, number I one. A gem, a gem of trash. Yeah, he's he's not. Good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you sleep, yeah, you sleep, you sleep, hey, man, bro. That could be sleeping on Marco, bro. I will say, Markel, I really, it's not his fault that. Well, I guess it is his fault because the no, motorcycle man. accident, right? But like, it's tough that you know his career went south. Like, is he one of the biggest busts ever? When you think about mm, it, I don't. Nah. I mean, bust. just kind of. Based on the expectations, you could put him up there. But once you start talking about Anthony Bennett, the conversation is over. Let's not talk about it. I'm not even going to lie. I don't think I don't think Marco, if we're looking at probably like the last five or so draft classes, he might be like number five in terms of expectations from the first pick. No cap. Or maybe, uh, maybe number whoa, I did not. No, I think no, he, had, he had more than Anthony Edwards. That's what I say. He had more expectations than Anthony Edwards. I, but I, I don't Anthony think he Edwards had more think- than... The Anthony Edwards thing, if Anthony Edwards were to come trash, honestly, you have to put a lot of context behind that because you got to remember, like, they didn't have, like, like an offseason like that. Not only that, but COVID affected a lot of that shit. Um, like, just look at the draft. Look at how the draft was done. That shows you everything you need to know about how that entire draft class. And, yeah. like, going into that draft, there was no contentious number one pick. It was just you had LaMelo. Edwards, it was LaMelo, actually, uh, but, you know, and, uh, they were asleep. It, it, they were asleep. It, it was a mellow. They was just sleep, bro. Trust. It was a mellow. The reason real, why. real ones, real ones, know it was a mellow. I mean, nah. hey, but it wasn't gonna happen like that. You know that. It wasn't yeah. Gonna you. The reason why is because nobody had really enough um, info in a lot of players. You know, you. you hey, this, this what I'm gonna say. This what I'm gonna say. Why the Timberwolves didn't have D'Lo. Yeah. Yeah, bro. This what I'm gonna say. The Timberwolves didn't have D'Lo. They were taking mellow, bro. It's a fact, bro. It's just. Oh, they, dude, they didn't, imagine D'Angelo Russell getting replaced by two ball brothers, bro. That is insane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough, bro. Bro, they, they couldn't do that to his ego. They yeah, exactly, bro. They like couldn't that. do that to him, bro. D'Lo retiring, bro. We might as well start <laughs> with the topics, though. So, yeah, yeah. Let's get started. the first topic for today's pod, uh, Steph Curry. Courtesy of Jay Smooth. Yeah, get ready for this. So, Steph Curry and the Warriors, they're currently 6-1 and one and tied for his first seed in the uh, Western Conference. Uh, although Steph Curry has not played, I would say his peak level or his prime level, uh, he's currently averaging twenty six seven and uh, seven on lower efficiency than his uh, usual uh, career uh, averages, forty two percent from the field and thirty seven percent from three. Uh, and show, tell him the stats without the without that Clippers game, man. This nigga is. You see what he's doing? What's the record of them? Darius right now six and one. Okay, so he's gonna take out one. He's gonna take out like a key part of his whole season in a seven-game sample size. You see how stupid that fucking sounds? That sounds so retarded. We're not doing that, please. Hey, I, I mean, he has not played one. Well. No, stop being made. a weirdo. All right, stop so the, the question, the question that the topic is: Has Steph been mid this year? So what I was gonna say about this: Steph has been mid this year. He's not played up to standard. He's been very incredibly unclutch. Right. Some people don't want to admit it, but it's just been true. Right. Just like all the a lot of the point guards this year. And it's not wrong to say, like, I mean, Curry has been playing like that. But even with him playing like that, the Warriors are still like six and one. Uh, They've beaten some good teams. 
the Lakers, the Clippers. Like, I mean, they, they've been a very, very good team. And um, shout out to them, man. You know, like, even with Steph playing that bad. Steph is obviously going to play better. I mean, we saw last year he was slumping at the beginning. Curry never starts the season off as, like, the best player on the planet. So I'm not really worried. Nobody else should. Just want to point that out. So. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe 2016. Like, you know what I mean. Maybe, right? maybe. Okay. At least recently. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think that Curry has not really been playing up to standards at all this year. Um, but that's just because he's a shooter. You know, shooters usually shoot themselves into rhythm. That's just kind of how things work. I mean, look at Damian Lillard right now. He's going through a similar thing. Even though Dame. Dame nah, he's just trash. No, he's just trash. Dame, nah, Dame, Dame is trash. Dame terrible, bro. I agree. I agree. Dame, Dame's been like all time bad this year, Wash. especially for his standards. Wash. Um, We're really pulling that call right now. No, I'm playing. Oh, okay. But I do think. Wash, sad Dame, man, bro. I do think Jace move kind of boosts how bad Curry's been at parts this season. Like, he's had some really bad fourth quarters, if I'm being honest. He had, like, what, four straight Shooting, games? shooting. He's still been playmaking the ball well. And yeah, uh, as, much, well. as much as we hate to say it, his gravity literally makes the offense run when he's on exactly. the court, bro. And it's crazy. <laughs> look, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Jace hates it. Acts like, he acts like that's not a thing. Like, he, so it's crazy. Like, that's why, like, when you look at Curry's on-off numbers, they're insane. Like, his on-off numbers, when he's on the court, I think they have an offensive rating of, like, 113. And when he's off the court, their offensive rating is, like, a 90 or a 92. Like This year? Is it, is it like, that low? I, I, at least, this, no, I don't think yeah. it's that low because at, at least yeah, the last, like, the last, like, two games, the, I know for sure the last two uh, games they, when Steph was on the bench. Games. They've been yeah, smoking teams with him on the bench. Hey, look, here so it you is, can't here even it is. say that. No, here it is. Here it is. When Curry's on the court, they have an offensive rating of 112. When mm-hmm. he's off the court, they have an offensive rating of 96. That I don't, is a plus 16. I don't believe that, man. He just told you to stab, bro. I know. He just told you to stab. And if you watch the games, if you watch the games, you see like. I test. No, that's not. You can't even say that. Jordan Poole. No, no. If you watch the games, Jordan Poole has been fairly inconsistent this year. Yeah, that's true. That's facts. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins plays a lot of his minutes with Curry. Hasn't played that many minutes without Curry to begin with. And outside of those two guys, there isn't really consistent offense. The Warriors, the reason they're really able to play well, even despite Steph's struggles, one, the Steph gravity, and they're just a really well-coached team. The difference between the way they start off this year and last year, if we're being honest, it's the guy that they just beat yesterday. It's Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Kelly Oubre was so bad last year. He, he didn't make a jump shot a jump shot till like, what, week three? He was awful. He, he, he was fine after He was shooting that. like, he was 5%, fine after that. like 5% from Okay, three, but bro. the thing is, <laughs> Kelly Oubre only could make threes from the corners, if we're really being honest. He... he 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 did struggle. You're right. He did he struggle. He was really bad. He wasn't but the worst so player Steph, in the NBA so like everyone Steph. else says, but he did struggle. Steph, Steph didn't. Steph, I have no issue with Steph right now. Steph will play fine for the remainder of the year. I, I have no, I have no concern about that. The only concerns I really have is for the rest of the roster to be consistent. Because sure, you can say that they're playing fine right now, but nobody is really stepping up consistently. It's hey, it's Damian Lee. They're all pitching. Damian, hey, Damian, Damian. Damian. Hey, Damian Lee been hooping. I ain't gonna lie. Damian Lee's been hooping, but he's not every, every time he's really he caught up guy. Every time he shoots, I expect it to go in, bro. And that's the thing. They have a lot of guys like outside of Jordan Poole who can create on occasion. The rest of their guys are guys that can like pitch in with like a spot up or a finish here Against? and there. You know what I'm saying? 
Wiggins. Okay, I'll give Wiggins that. I'll give Wiggins proper. Wiggins talking about outside of Curry when he's on when he's on the bench. That's what that's what, that's what I'm talking about because you're talking about they're good when Curry's off off the court, which is just not true. I said I'll, I'll say this. You all right? Because Jordan Poole has been struggling. You all right? That's the thing I was wrong about. I just I just seen like a couple games where they've been able to make runs without Steph. That, that was on that was but only the last two games, bro. That was not even just th- that game. game. They, they beat the Kings and se- made separation bro, just because of he was while he was on the bench. I'm I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. I know, but saying, it's the sure. Kings. It's the Kings. And it's not. It's not. I will it's the say Kings. they were in a close game with the Kings. No, it's when the Steph Kings. Darren Fox. Darren Fox has been playing like garbage this year, and Harrison Barnes is their superstar right now. Think about this. The fact this is Harrison Barnes' team, bro. Darren Fox is like absolutely like, we're supposed to be afraid of Harrison Barnes. Led no, no, you know? you're talking about that. You're talking about Darren Fox playing absolute garbage. And the and they were in a close game. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay, bro. That's, That's all I'm saying. First three quarters was Curry not hooping? Yeah, he was. It was you only until the fourth games. quarter that he struggled. It was the fourth quarter. It was Grizzlies game, the Kings game, and uh, there's another game. I can't remember. I think it was another OKC game, if I'm not mistaken. He but, barely played in the fourth in those even in those OKC games. Because but y'all he, are trash. N- yeah, we are. Damn we are. Damn right, we are. Damn right, we are. Not to get off not to get off topic, but, yeah. but um, like the Kings, bro. Like the it's kind of crazy. Like De'Aaron Fox is kind of playing some dog shit, and like they're competitive as fuck. Like, you want to know why? Because they have Tyrese Harrison Barnes, Buddy Hill. Um, hey, I thought they were going to be D, D- Mitch. I heard, I heard, the, the good. They had the good D Mitch. Like, come on. <laughs> I heard I heard there could be a 13th or 12th seed, bro. What's going on? Yeah, hey, that's what I heard, bro. Right? Oh no, nah, no, nah, we're pushing that narrative. They're not oh, going to be playing team. <laughs> we will push that to the moon, bro. They they they're not going they've to been be. competing with good well, teams. Actually, though. hold on, hold on. The oh, only man. way they make it is because oh, first of all, when we made our predictions, this Zion news wasn't as bad as it was. Otherwise, me and mustard aren't putting about this. Me and mustard aren't putting the pillow. You about. don't care about Zion. What? Oh. Are y'all serious? You know, let's move on to the next topic. Okay. No, 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 no. Keandre, tell me what you think about Curry, because I definitely want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> uh, I wasn't the elite saying player that is that. Steph Curry. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything because I couldn't hear you for like seventy five percent of that. I just wanted to. Let oh, you what? Uh, it was nonsense, bro. It was nonsense. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of figure out what he. You're was not missing out. <laughs> yeah, I mean Curry. Curry has shot the ball like really poorly and the Warriors mm-hmm. have still been able to win games and he's still been able to, you know, make plays and do what he does, move without the ball. Um, gravity, like you guys said. I know everybody hates that word because sometimes people use it to there's things that aren't actually happening. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's been he's been oh, solid. Man. Like like twenty twenty six, seven and seven or whatever it is. I mean, once he starts gets hot, like he's gonna hit ten threes in one of these mm-hmm. next game, and it's gonna <laughs> regression to the mean or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you. What? Why don't you? You like Steph? Like, where is this? It's, where does this it's, come from? It's okay. a stupid reason. It's a stupid. Reason. I, I, I'm. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna. Well, he's a Thunder right. fan. First off, like, yeah, I am a Thunder fan. Together, y'all. right there, bro. <laughs> and. Uh, the other thing that I just don't like is how people swear like like sometimes. They treat him like he's played with, like last year, they were claiming that he played with the worst roster in the NBA. Like they were acting like that, discrediting players like Andrew Wiggins, discrediting Kelly Oubre when he started playing better. They act like he was the worst player on the planet. I, I, I mean, like people not even respecting Draymond. And I'm like, come on now. You know what I mean? Like just stuff like that. They won't blame him for anything. He could have six turnovers in one point and like 
They just won't give him blame. That's that's my only thing, you know. And it's just my whole gripe with not just him, but just the entire Warriors fan base. They always complain. They just complain. But listen, but when you're but when you're talking about the second half of the season, Steph was hard carrying them on offense. Draymond wasn't helping on. I mean, he had Wiggins. Draymond wasn't doing anything on offense. Kelly Oubre got hurt. So, like, you're like, saying Draymond wasn't doing anything even, on offense, but you can Kelly say Oubre. that you can't just ignore the fact that he got injured at the end of the season and he started off the season shooting all time lows. Like, you can't just ignore that. Bro. I'm not ignoring that. Did I ever you ignore are, that? You're no. mentioning him as help as if he, he wasn't even getting guarded. Bro, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is the thing. That this nigga overplays up. on defense too much and he's a solid defender. I'll give Kelly Oubre that. He's a decent. No, that nigga is average, if we're really being honest. That nigga <laughs> overplays on defense too much, doesn't get defended at the three-point line, can only make threes in the corner, and he's one of the most inconsistent players ever. I just picked this nigga up in fantasy because I've been looking at his recent numbers. It's been solid. Nigga gave me fucking negative four points last night. He is trash. He played, he played, he played bad last night, but he's been playing pretty solid he does that a lot. He does that a lot. He only hoops whenever his contract is up. That's whenever he starts hooping. <laughs> missing you with that shit. Yeah, I heard like, mentioning Kuber, like I'm supposed to respect that. And name somebody else. Name somebody else on that roster. I, I, I just the said Wiggins. Ain't three niggas. The roster ain't three niggas. So name somebody outside of Jordan Steph Poole. Wiggins. Nobody was talking about him. Jordan Poole. Last 13, year. 13 points a game, bro. I mean, that's I something it. like, bro. It wasn't even efficient. No, no, no. It wasn't even efficient, bro. Listen to me. Listen to me. People swore his roster was as bad as the 2017 OKC roster. You can't tell okay. me it wasn't that okay, bad. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't. That's, that's it my wasn't, issue. That's my okay, that's even, my problem. Even if it's not that bad, that doesn't mean it's not bad. It's not even that. Like, bro, people swore. When Curry got hurt, they literally oh, won oh, You lose games without your best player. I had no clue. Okay, I, you're right, bro. I had no clue you were supposed to lose No, that shows the team was just not <laughs> a good <laughs> team. One okay, then Bradley Bill had the worst team in the, in the NBA. Can we say that? Bradley Beal had one of the worst teams in the NBA around him. No, that's yes, not you're always comparing Steph. You can't always try to compare Steph to Beal, bro. This is my issue. This is my issue with it's Jason. Always, it's, it's the same combo every time. It's always <laughs> like, Beal, bro. Like, why can't you just talk about Steph and just talk about Steph? Why is it you comparing Answer my question. No, he did not have a worse roster than Steph last I said, year. I said, did he have one of the worst rosters in the NBA around him? Not yes, really, bro. Yes, it was yes, no. It was two and ten without him. Are we talking about what one of the worst rosters, like playoff rosters? Like no, I'm talking team? about in the NBA as a whole, because that's what y'all were acting like was Steph. Listen, listen, listen. If, if you combine, if you combine Andrew Wiggins and Westbrook, I mean, if you combine Andrew Wiggins and Draymond, that equals Westbrook, bro. And the rest of the team is trash. No cap. The rest of the Wizards was actually trash. Dal- Davis Bertans is a fake shooter. Yeah, he was. Uh, That's not, he's not a fake shooter. No, he was. He was. No, he's Davis a fake Bertans shooter. Davis Bertans is a fake shooter, he started, bro. Off, he started off really bad, but he caught on at the end of the season. Uh, nah, I, oh, no. You see? You see? You, you oh, see? The same. This is Kelly Bray. You can say the same thing with Kelly Bray. You can say the same thing with Kelly Bray. Are you really, really going to compare Davis Yes, I'm going to compare him. Because tell me what Bertans does outside the shooter. Kelly Oubre did not make a jump shot. For the first three weeks of the season. Where he, he, shot, he, shot, he, shot, he shot 34%, 35%. Zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals. I understand that. I understand that. But you're, first of all, they didn't make the playoffs. Warriors didn't make the playoffs last year. The Wizards didn't make the playoffs last year, bro. I know I'm saying, but the Warriors no, no. didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, like, Davis Bertans, at least he was capable of making a three in the first three weeks. We're talking about, this nigga went, like, what, three of... 40? 
at a point in time in the season. Like he was bad. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> denying he that he started he off bad. Bad. No, no. He wasn't just bad. He was all time bad. One of the worst slumps I've ever seen in the history. Yeah. Of basketball. And, and, and did I deny that? No, but you're sitting here at you brought him up as if this nigga was so good I last year because right? after that slump and then, and then he started that off, 17 James points on solid efficiency. And then to top that off, James Wiseman was awful. Let's yeah, not forget true. that. And I remember at the end of the game in the playing game, you know what this nigga Jay Smooth decided to do after they lost to the Grizzlies? Instead of mentioning Draymond Green smoking an open opportunity to score at the end of the game, he decided to talk about the fact that Curry had turnovers. He decided to talk about He said Dylan Brooks was Dylan Brooks was locking Curry him up. Was bro. Mid that game? Yeah, he was. If you watch the game, you know that for sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm not even gonna lie to listen. No, Steph, Steph, Steph did have a lot of bad turnovers, and that yeah, is fact. Just the turnovers, yeah, he was getting cooked on defense. I don't want to hear it. First, I would... of all, first of all, his defense is always what it's been. It's always no, been. No, 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 no. He played below average defense in his stage. Was his play making great? No. Okay, you're just bullshit. <laughs> okay, okay, just... yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay, let's let's, let's move on. Let's move. Let's move. Let's let's move on to the next topic. Please, we please. Ne we never get like a good satisfying conclusion when it comes to the Curry debate, bro. Every yeah, time. Jace Smooth will never change his mind, bro. Yeah, bro. But but Andre, I just want you. You see this, right? You see this, <laughs> it's, I guess it's sad. Right? It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Honestly, it's not sad. All right, so the next guy wakes up at six in the morning to at me on Curry hating tweet. Did, was it actually <laughs> six in the morning? Ahead, it wasn't I mean, six a.m. I'm not Jimmy Bowler. Come on now. All right, all right. So the next topic. <laughs> next topic. Um, the Boston Celtics, the 16-win Boston Celtics, um, are currently three and five. Um, Jason Tatum has not been playing uh, up to standards. Uh, some people were considering him MVP before the season was uh, uh, started. Uh, he's averaging 24, eight, and three on really poor efficiency as well. Uh, and the Celtics, they have just not. Uh, produced very well, both on the defensive and offensive end. So, was uh, talking about Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, what he said recently. Oh, you only about what, I, I do not have the quote for well, that, but like I have the quote, but just summarize. Essentially, essentially, he called them like uh, ball hogs. He said when they like are looking for their shot. There's more to his quote, so like he went in depth about it. I don't want to just make it like look like he just said all oh, their ball hogs. But essentially, he said like teams know what. Uh, they're gonna do every every play. They're looking to get theirs. And he said this in a, after a game where like him, Josh Richardson, Al Horford were playing like garbage. You know that, that's what's so wild about it. Um, but essentially, yeah, he he just said they're not really looking to get their guys involved at times that they should be. So uh, uh, I want to know what Keandre thinks about this first. What do you think about the Celtics' struggles right now and like the Marcus Smart quote? Yeah, like their biggest issue, I mean, it already was this kind of coming into the season, but they don't have anybody who can like put everything together, like playmaking wise. You got Tatum and Brown who you might have thought might take this step as a play as playmakers. I feel like Tatum has gotten a little bit better. Obviously, they've gotten a lot better over over the time the course of their careers. Um, but still it's not it's not good enough to be, you know, where it needs to be as a, as a team. You got Marcus Smart in there. You got Dennis Schroeder, who's not that guy um, <laughs> in terms of making plays for others. Uh, but, yeah, you know, Tatum isn't going to shoot the ball this bad for this long. But right now, like, he's been he's been really bad, too. You know, you could throw him in. He's putting up 24 because he's putting up, like, 30 shots a night. But you can put him, you can put him right in that Dame Lillard bucket um, to start this season. 
I think they'll turn it around. I think there's too much talent on this team for them, especially like the Olympics. You think of the Olympics have anything to do with like Tatum and Brown? No, Tatum and, and uh, Dames. Booker. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of weird because usually people would say like the opposite. Um, but you know, just because of time constraints or whatever, I don't know. I, I really don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it, it it's at least something. Um, but yeah, I, I like this Celtics roster, but I think they'll be able to turn it around a little bit. Might, might need to make a trade, but right now they they just need to like that Marcus Smart quote. Getting on topic, that was that was like the worst thing he could have said at this point of the season. Like it's early. Like, why are you throwing your teammates under the bus? Especially when you're out here shooting, like, 15% from three. Like, we're going to kick it out to you in the wide-open corner. Like, you're open for a reason. A lot of these teams <laughs> give you a self-check, and they want you to hit those first two threes because they know you're going to shoot seven more down the stretch of the, of the game. <laughs> so, like, do your job. Know your role, Marcus Smart, and figure it out. Don't go to the media. I have a like, – I have a question for you. Uh, so, what's your um? What are your thoughts on uh, Robert Williams and his potential? Yeah, I like Robert Williams a lot. I think he's got to stay healthy for a sustained period of time and stay out of foul trouble. But you know, look at what he can do as a lob threat, shot blocker. Um, I like him a lot. I think his people might have jumped the gun just a little bit on him. I feel like. Everybody kind of does that. Just wait for the Jay's season. Move. Do you do you see him as a potential deep boy candidate one day? That's lofty, but uh, he can be in the conversation. I mean, people throw like Mitchell Robinson in there all the time, and he hasn't. That's another one, yeah, yeah. Had that a sustained success, but you you got Rudy Gobert, Giannis. Anthony Davis to go up against like who's really winning defensive player? Of the wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you can you just ask Jay Smooth who who his deep boy winner was? <laughs> who was your uh, defensive player winner? It was AD. What? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't pick Robert Williams. Yeah, he, he no, had, he, oh, no, I could have sworn he picked. No, he picked. He had Robert Williams as most improved. Rob Rob Will was one of my candidates, though. He was insane. Rob Will and Mitchell Robinson. So when you said both those two, I was like, yeah, I got you. No, but you were wrong, yeah. bro. You were wrong. You're still wrong, bro. But you're still wrong, bro. I'm, you you thought that uh, I swear, Jason was laughing. It's making me laugh right now. Is it is it that like, bad? It's not. bad. Can you it's, not it's, see it's, yourself, it's, my nigga? It's weird, bro. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like light and then just dark. <laughs> bro, the Celtics like, defensive yeah, rating like is 19. Jesus, second then. The hey, one, the one thing, one thing yeah, I'll say about the Celtics. The one thing I'll say about the Celtics, like even if you watched the game yesterday, I just feel like JT is is forcing. Like I feel like the offense comes easier for Jalen Brown, maybe because Jalen Brown takes more spot up shots because I think be JT fair, JT isos more. I don't really think that's fair because well, nah, it's fair. He's forcing, bro. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But but no, nah, but Jalen Brown is had his own. But, That's true. But let's not act like Josh Richardson, fake shooter. Dennis Schroeder, fake shooter. Marcus Smart, the epitome of a fake shooter. <laughs> like, all these guys are bad shooters. Al Horford, they're, act, they're actually better defensively with Al Horford off the court. That they're makes, better That's wild, actually. That's very wild. Al Horford has been incredible this year. It's very That's wild. true. Al Horford has been great this year. So, And I, and I like Al Horford, but, like, you know, he's he's – that game that they had against uh, who did they play when Marcus Smart made that? I think the Bulls. Yeah, they played us. Like Al Horford missed like a couple of key shots late in the fourth quarter. 
Now, granted, Al Horford, I don't really consider him like a knockdown shooter. I know he had a good year yeah. last year in OKC, but you shouldn't really be feeding him shots to, shots to be making consistently on the perimeter. That's not really his game. You know what I'm saying? He's like a high post action big and knock down the mid range. Um, that's really what he does, and he can defend. I mean, that's what he wants to be, though. He loves popping. He loves uh, you know he pop, loves it. Bro. You know yeah. he loves it. But honestly, no, get his ass on the fucking in the post. Do some two man game with him. Have some have him play. He can play make honestly for them. Honestly, he can really. He has Tatum and JB. No, I know, I know, but I would like to see even more because Tatum, instead of having Tatum all the time, just do stupid isos, put his head down, <laughs> dribble, and shoot over niggas and brick all, all the time even though eventually he will start making them have some al horford two-man game with him and tatum have tatum i feel like i him. feel like that's not what he should be resorting to bro i feel like last year last year because he had such success making difficult shots he feels like those are the type of shots that he has to take jalen brown like jalen brown has been better this year yes jalen brown has had his off games but jalen brown's shots are not as tough as jb's shots bro. that's true um, as jt shots it's because yeah. it's because it's easier for him to get actually, to the rim because he actually for you know? he actually he actually is forced to play off the ball a lot more because yeah. Tatum is more so on the ball, you know. As the that's all, that's, a, that's it, also true. Jalen Brown shooting three, I think, is me. Yeah, he. But it's not even just that. It's simply just the fact that Jalen Brown's better at getting to the rim. You know, that's one thing I always say. That's a huge problem for players nowadays. Players. That was my, that was my word with Kate as well. You know, like, he wasn't a dude. He's a dude that struggled to get to the rim, kind of, and heavily relied on his jump shot. When you do that, right, unless you're like Steph Curry, you won't be as consistent as most players, you know? Uh, you can see that with Tatum, you know, because he's taking heavily contested jump shots. You see that with a guy like Paul George, right? You see with a guy, like, when he was in his prime, Carmelo Anthony, who wasn't consistently efficient. It was, it's those guys that usually struggle with that. And Tatum, he has that issue, in my opinion, and also he has tunnel vision. He needs to fix that. So, yeah, he, they're they're kind of messing my prediction up. So you know, yeah. that, that was the worst mad. prediction, bro. I don't think it's terrible. <laughs> that was an awful prediction. I don't know. Yeah. The, the second seed Clippers. Like the Celtics were gonna be the second seed. Yeah, uh, I don't know, I'm man. Second, second seed. seed Clippers, second seed Celtics, bro. That's those are terrible. Nah, takes. my prediction is way better, honestly. Hey, my second, my second seed hate. Clippers these, pick is way these, better. Those predictions were awful. The Clippers are back, bro. The Clippers are back, bro. Blazers to be the three seed, bro. Hey, bro. Now, now I'll pull the. It's a ten games card. I'll pull it. Just started. Okay, Jason. I don't want to hear that. You would literally be roast Curry every day in that chat as if. Yeah, I will, bro. I just get back. We're not gonna get back. You do is amazing. That's all. Okay, we're not even gonna get back into that. That's, but, yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, that's, as far that's as the Celtics go, as far as the Celtics go, before we move on, you know, it is what it is right now. Sixty-one team, apparently. Sixty-win team. Sixty-win team, right, Gobel? Sixty-win team. Uh, uh, let me say something real quick about Marcus Smart and what he said. Right now, although I do kind of disagree with him, I do kind of see where he's coming from. You see, y'all look at spot up shots as like a. a standing point of like where oh somebody's getting touches or this or that he probably just wants to be more involved and he's probably not just talking about himself but he's talking about others and when i say involved i mean in more actions touching the ball more you know have you y'all i know y'all all hooped before y'all ever heard the ball has energy yeah 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 like stuff like Moment. that there's no ball movement system in, in the Celtics system that's why i don't think you've heard marcus smart st say stuff like this when brad stevens was coaching 
You know, right now there's like no ball movement, not much ball movement. Just Tatum step backs and Jalen Brown step backs. And he is finding them dudes. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, that's not the only those aren't the only touches you want. You know, you want more touches. You want different touches. Hey, man, when you got when you got like three, four, five fake shooters on one team, it becomes hard, bro. I'm not even going to lie, bro. But a lot of them are really I will say, I will say for Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, I will say maybe a better playmaker than people think, even though I wouldn't necessarily want him to be my team's primary playmaker. Yeah, agreed. He, I will say he's a better playmaker. So I can see where, so like, so like people were saying like, why would, why would they, why would they put the ball on Mark in Marcus's smart hand so he can run pick and roll? I was like, yeah, he can run pick and roll, but he can find, he can find guys. Like he said, he uh, said in his interview, he can, bro. Watch the Celtics at times. I watched Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's a, a, a solid playmaker, and I agree, he's better than a lot of people think. But like, it's really, really, and I guess that feeds into your other point that you wouldn't want him to be your initiator, yeah. your primary initiator, but. Because he can't it's shoot, really, bro. Really hard. Yeah, I was about to say it's really, really hard for him to play making a half court. He gets zero attention right now, like zero mm. attention. Like if I'm if I'm defending Marcus Smart, I'm playing hell defense at that point. Because like, what the fuck am I guarding you for? You're shooting at twenty something <laughs> percent from the field, not from three, from the field, my nigga. That's that's, that's Dame Lillard numbers, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> except he's wide open. Yo, Dame is selling me this year, bro. He's selling me. Hey, bro. Sad oh, man, Lillard. Sad so man. And every day, him. every day, every day, Dame comes out. Like, man, I love Portland, man. I love. Like, I love he's Portland. on my fantasy team, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, he, hey, he keep yeah. playing like this. They gonna they gonna turn their backs on him. Watch. <laughs> Yo, what if they're? I was thinking about this today. What if their plan is to like his plan is to play bad so the Sixers can actually trade for him. Hey, I told you. What Yo, if he's pulling a James Harden right now? What if he? I don't even think it's James Harden, bro. That is kind of a James Harden. What the nah, James Harden said he wanted out, though. I imagine he's going out there. He's like, yo, I'm about to miss all these shots so they're forced to trade me. <laughs> but I still look good. <laughs> and then when that they trade me, him. I can cry at the press conference and say they they, they blindsided me and shit like that. <laughs> Remember DeMarcus Cousins? When DeMarcus Cousins was crying because he got traded from the Kings to the Pelicans. When in reality, we all know the reason he was crying because he missed out on the bag right there when that shit happened. But it is what it is, honestly. Yeah, missed out on those. Man, I was such a fan of that hey, Pelicans hey, dog. I thought he missed out on. Oh, I'm talking about traded from the Pelicans. You said traded. No, when he got traded from the Kings to the Pelicans, he cried and stuff. And You're I not gonna miss out on a bag when you you get traded along with your bird rights. He could still got a max oh, extension. Wow. Yeah, come on. Oh, I didn't even know that. All right, I thought that's why he was ready really for the next topic. Being honest. Yeah, yeah, let's go. go. All right, so next topic. Uh, the current leading scorer or scoring champion, like you could say. Uh, as of right now, uh, Paul George, uh, he's averaging 29, 7, and 5 uh, mm. on 50, 40, uh, 85. Mm. And uh, the Clippers are somewhat uh, below average, somewhat below average. They start they start off the year pretty terrible. Um, besides Paul George, really no one else has shown up. Um, Luke Kennard, bro. That's what I've seen, bro. Put some respect on his name. Luke Kennard. Is that, is, that, that he's earned, he's earned, is that really he's it? Earning, he's earning that bag. No, I'm so serious. He's the second best player on the team. Honestly, so far. Well, bro, him and him bro, and Nick. I, I think this Nick, is the air blowing effects. This is the air. Bro, so. give Kennard no, the ball, bro. Give him. It's the a ball. fact, bro. Yeah, yeah what? Uh, so we just talking about the Clippers? We're talking about PG. No, no. Just talking about like I said. I said it's time to give him some respect, bro. They're dropping these MVP. They're dropping these MVP boards, and PG is not on this shit when he's playing better than sixty percent of the people on those boards, bro. Is that his fault? Is that his fault? He's I'm playing not, all I'm NBA. He's playing I'm all not, NBA not, defense. He is carrying the offense. 
Come on, what, what, not, what are we I'm doing? I'm not saying it's his fault, but like you're acting like MVPs just be on losing teams. That doesn't happen, bro. I mean, hey, Steph Curry. Hey, Steph Curry. The reason we, <laughs> Curry. They're, not they're not on the losing team, though. All right, but the Clippers are not going to be a losing team forever, bro. Wait, 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 of course, but yeah. if we're talking about right now, he's not in the MVP combo. And y'all brought up Steph yes, Curry. Yes, Y'all brought up Steph Curry. The voting, the voting ends at the end of the regular season, and at the That's end true. of the regular season, they were at, they were in the playoffs. What are we doing here, bro? I am just saying. I'm just saying. Niggas, niggas, mean, niggas, okay. niggas just trying to get me mad. Yeah, man. Kinda, kinda Curry, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Zero the Clippers, I'm just saying. The Clippers, the Clippers right now are like the 10 seed, bro. I'll say this. I'll say this about the Clippers real quick. Um, the Clippers' biggest issue, really, if you look at it, I mean, they've been solid defensively. Um, their biggest issue is really they're just not making shots. You know, they made shots last night, but they're just not oh making open goodness. threes. That's Them really boys just were it. sparking that thing, boy. Yeah, bro. But, like, the big, another big issue, bro, Eric Bledsoe needs to be kicked out of the rotation because, <laughs> like, it's just – He's a guard. Like you can't. It, it's really hard yes, to be a point guard. Were you defending him on the last episode, though? <laughs> I wasn't defending him last no, episode. Yeah, I was defending I, him. I remember when he said Eric Bledsoe was a good acquisition. This is what I said. I said it's a good acquisition until he starts playing bad, and then you kick him out the rotation. And I said the yeah. team will be fine, bro. You're right. The but team like, will be fine if you kick him out the rotation. Doesn't he have like two more years or like a year left on? Yes, two years. Yeah, next more. year, hey, bro. Next year's this, guaranteed. Hey, I'm just saying this. This Kyrie Irving trade is coming, bro. My third eye has been unlocked. I'm telling y'all, bro. Trust yeah, but no, like, hey, hey, Keandre, I want. My bad. Go ahead, Jason. No, no, you, you could let, let Keandre go. I want to know what you think about uh the uh, well, not the Clippers, but Paul George, and then I guess you could talk about the rest. Yeah, um, I've been a long. Long-standing Paul George defender, I think. Yeah, you know, sir. this a lot of the slander was just outrageous, out of control. This man is one of the best players in the league by far. Has one of the best handles for anybody six eight mm -hmm. above. I'm probably no. He has he has the, he has the the best yeah. handles anyone six eight and above. Yeah, exactly. Man, you gonna act like Kevin Durant don't exist, yo. Are you doing this right now? Bro, stop it, bro. No, no, okay, okay. okay. Let Keandre go. It's not even let, close, let bro. It's not even close. Let me not, let me not, let me not troll like that. Let me... Shut up. Shut up. Come on. Yeah, so, you know, I think right now he's got to be in the MVP conversation. Like, it's we're, we're like six games in. You can mention him because, like, what, they're three and four. They're the nine seed right now. They go on a three-game oh, win streak or whatever. Yeah, um... The Suns are three and three. You know, there's a lot of different teams. Jokic is four and four. They're putting him in there. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think you know the way he's playing early on in this season. He he kind of has to play this way for the Clippers to to really you know get anywhere in the postseason. So if he keeps this up, they get you know higher into the 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 standings. I think that he's got to be at the top of the list because right now it's really it's really difficult for anybody to name many players that play better than him. Um, this season, you know, outside of that one game where he shot like zero for eight from three, he's been he's been terrific. And you know, even the one of the other games he shot poorly, he had like eight steals. So, you know, just the two way impact, dude is so like so said, fun to watch. Depoy, bro. Depoy and MVP, bro. <laughs> I have a question I want to ask y'all because I saw uh, Low when he made this one video on his second channel about the top seventy five list. Do y'all think Paul George was snubbed off the top 75 list? Yes. If Dame, Dame, bro, I don't care. Anyway, if Dame is on the list, Paul George was snubbed. That's, that's, 
that's the thing. I don't think he was snubbed necessarily. Like, but since mm-hmm. Dame made it, then we start to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, I like, agree, hold bro. on now. For me, it's not so since wild, bro. Dame, Dame no, opened yeah. up yeah, the lane I, for so many niggas. It, it's because of the OKC shot thing. I really think it's because bro, of Bro, this man's legacy is two shots, bro. Two shots and crying. Crying about not being, what, what was it, an all-star or some yeah, shit like that? He, he was, hey, bro. Yo, I'm, they stay sleeping fair, on Dame, bro. Crying, they stay sleeping dude, you know what's crazy? Dame, Dame I, for a while, I kind of like really hated the narrative about around Dame because everybody kept saying he was underrated. Yes, I was bro. Like, everybody's you're not underrated if everybody says you're underrated. That means we all know how good you are. Like, the, like maybe you could say he's underrated with like awards, but like, He's not really underrated. There's just a lot of really good guards, especially yeah. in his conference. Because at that Mike, time, the Dame wasn't making. What do you say? I was about to say Mike Conley disease. That's Mike Conley disease. Huh? <laughs> Wait, you trying to say the nice guy uh, award? You just trying to give him? It's not even just nice guy. It's the Mike Conley disease. Mike Conley, Mike. bro. I, I remember the whole 2010s. Everyone swore. He oh was under, yes, the most yes, underrated yes. player on the planet. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. And then Old he got literally one of the biggest contracts. Days. I think he got the most at that yeah, time. He got the money. He got, he got the, the most, most money. expensive contract ever mm-hmm. at that time. So obviously he wasn't really undervalued. Like people knew how good Mike Conley was. Even at that time, that was a bad contract. If we're really being honest, it wasn't. Even though I get no, 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 it was at that time that was a bad contract. He was never considered, you know, a top five point guard. He was never an elite talent. And he got the highest paid contract in NBA history. You tell me that's not a bad contract. Only reason he got that is because the TV deals went up. Remember, I think Evan Turner got his deal. Alan Crabb got his deal. Yeah, Chandler Parsons. Uh, you got to remember. You, you got to remember what he did. Remember Timothy Mozgov. You got to remember what he did for Memphis, though. You got to you got to remember what he did for Memphis, though, and what it, no, what no, that market was. I understand was. that. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. Money wise, yeah, okay, probably it's a bad contract. But like, granted, in hindsight, that actually aged pretty well considering the contracts that came later on. So I'll give them that. But at the time, at that time, I remember looking at that. I was like, "What? Mike Conley, one hundred and fifty mil? It was like some one hundred fifty mil. Like, excuse me, <laughs> ever get this good? But I was, it was, it's whatever. Mike Conley is, is where. But yeah, I think Paul George. You could argue, it's really because Dame. If we're being honest, the fact that Dame made that shit, and you know they're gonna put like Dave Bing and Bill Sherman on there, whoever those guys are, like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who been like, who been like, what you think about the uh, that top is any five list? I want to know what you think about that. They, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, you got to give your respects to Bob Coo. Like, I think I always. No, you don't. Stop, 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 stop. Wait, hold on. Bob Cousy, I'm giving him <laughs> 75, right? But at the time, he was doing some really innovative stuff. Go watch, go watch a Bob Cousy passing, yeah. passing mix. It's crazy. <laughs> I promise it's crazy. Some of them passes you wouldn't even think of right now. All right. So you got to pay your respects to those people. <laughs> I know it's eight teams in the Go league. Like, things get kind of weird. Yeah. I think we got to progress more. Like Bill Sharon. No, no, sir. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> um, Paul Reason, Arizon, however you say his name. Dolph Shays. No, thanks. You guys did your, you did your thing. <laughs> Made the top 50 list. Time for you to well, go. He's right? shoving them aside. He's like, "Yeah, get them niggas out of here." Hey, man, well, it's facts, just, bro. At a certain point, we gotta pro- we gotta progress. We gotta put some of these players in there. Like, I agree. Dwight Howard, one of the biggest snubs, man. Couldn't right. believe he didn't make it. Yeah, that's, that's actually that's, that's, that's actually one of the most disrespected players I've seen like yeah. of all time. Like Dwight Howard not being in a top fifty or a top seventy. Nah, the most they the crazy like the craziest it. thing about this yeah. is let's let's assume Dame finishes his career in Portland. 
one, he's going to have basically no accomplishments. And two, he's forever on that list, bro. This is a travesty, bro. This is this is an outrage. <laughs> but to be fair, the next list is gonna be the next list is gonna be top one hundred. So he'll he should he deserves that, I think, right? No, no, because by then Luca's gonna be on that hole. So <laughs> you know, think about it, he's forever gonna be he's on that. He's forever gonna be on that. Think about it from this standpoint doing, though, from the from the Dwight thing, really. The only reason why he got hated for was because of, you know, what he did in LA in his first stint. Let's just be real. Yeah. And he's um, never going to make any of these lists. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, he probably nah, I'm not going to lie. Nah, I'm not going to lie. He was such a snub this time that he got to make. Got to make. In 25 they years when Luka is done, Ja, Trey, and D-Book, he's not sniffing that list, man. <laughs> There's Mobley. Mobley. Yeah. Like, yeah, think Mobley, about it. The next, in the next five years, we're going to see more... In the next five years, we're going to see more generational guys, and they're in 25 years, their careers are going to be over too. So, like, Dwight's not making that. Definitely going to end the championship. We know Bronny, Bronny might make that hoe. It's a five year old right now that's going to make that list. That over Dwight. <laughs> five year old <laughs> Yeah, it's right. fucked up. They really hold Dwight Howard, if I'm being honest. They really do. I would say, him. let me let go to go back on topic for uh, PG. Like, uh, I think PG's been like, from an individual standpoint, like the easy one of the best players in the league um, for this season so far. And it's like these first seven to eight, nine games. Um, and like you could say uh, they're not really winning, which is fair because in order to be an MVP candidate, you got to be like at least like a top five seed in your co- conference. And let's um, just Steph Curry or Westbrook. Yeah, for some. <laughs> not, I was about to say, if, you, if you're a lower seed, you, you have, have to, to be, have a really crazy season. Yeah, you, you have, have to have like crazy. some yeah. historical season, which like Kobe. When 06, but that the, was a crazy but, but the thing is with uh PG and this like all these other like uh, teams up in the conference as well like you could say like no one's like playing significantly better than uh PG in the mm-hmm. upper standings like uh Curry he's you could say he's an MVP candidate right now but I wouldn't say he's saying uh I wouldn't say he's, he's not playing better, better. he's, he's not, not he better. I wouldn't say he's playing significantly better than Paul George right now. I don't think he's playing better right now, to be honest. But he's not. He's not. His only argument right now is Jimmy Butler, you, bro. Yeah. Some people uh, could. That, that's uh, I was just about to say that. You could say Rudy Gobert is an MVP Locked candidate. Can be. <laughs> you could say that. Hey, man. man. I'm not even gonna lie. If we finish the season and Gobert finished the top five in MVP voting, <laughs> league's finished, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. No, it, oh, mean, it means that. Stop, no, it means man. the league. No, it means the league is coming around to respecting players, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That, that's what you could. You, you could say Jimmy Butler is an MVP candidate right now because they're the best team in the East. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't hey, but say I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say any of those players are playing better than Paul George, in my opinion, right now. And in, I, in I am not opinion, a fan, bro. I am not. In my fan. opinion, bro, Paul George has been the best player in the league. So Talk far. to him. Talk so, to yeah. him. So far, yes. so far this season, you could say that. Yeah, you could make that argument. Yeah, you could really yeah. make that argument. Like, I mean, like, so far these nine games, yeah. Jokic, Jokic has been very, very good. But Jokic MVP and D-Boy, bro. Push the narrative, bro. MVP and D-Boy. He's still not on the level of Paul George on defense, so. I I I got hey, I got to give year, it to George. This year, but the thing is, is Paul? Yeah, I was gonna say is Paul George oh. on the level of Jokic offensively? Yeah. Yes. What the fuck? Jokic, Jokic has been very, Actually, very I will say okay, this, this is what this is what I say. Jokic runs kind of the whole offense, and the Clippers' offense, Paul George is just like a major piece too. So that's what I say. Yeah, like they're they're equivalent <laughs> on offense. Jokic's playmaking like might be better. Gap, no, it's way better. The playmaking yeah. gap is insanely better. And like I, defensively, I, Jokic has also been, been really good this yeah, year. Yeah, he's been not, really good. Except for last night. 
last night was kind of a tough scene. Wait, wait, no, you saw you not, saw one cross. Yo, like, not not man. to get off topic, no, bro. No. I I just saw this. I just saw. It. So I was looking at like players on Basketball Reference. I didn't even know this is a thing. They have the 75th anniversary team as an accolade. Did y'all know that? You serious? What? Yes. Go to. Go I didn't to, know that. Yeah. Go to. Oh, no, no. Go that's, that's insane. Bro. We care Dave, about. Dave has an accolade now. Wait. Dave, let me. Dave, Dave has an accolade, bro. His oh, yo. What, yes. Bro, yes. No. Guy, if you go to Dame, if you go to with the Blazer fan, <laughs> and I yeah. see that Dame is top seventy-five, I'm losing my mind. No. Bro. No. Look. Go to. Go to Dame. Go to Giannis. Go to any player that made that list. You. You'll see NBA. NBA Sunday oh anniversary God, team. Yes. I. Yeah. This is a troll list, bro. Troll list. I I say this about the Clippers. One one more thing about the Clippers before we like move on, probably. Um, yeah, they just need to get rid of Eric Blossom. Get that man out of there. He don't need to be in the Bro, league honestly, no more. Oh, honestly, like, like especially yeah, now it's... now that I now that I've seen the team without like Marcus Morris, the Clippers have big contracts that they can move for pieces. The only thing is they don't they have like some young talent. They don't have picks. I mean, they have seconds, yeah, but they don't, like, have, they don't picks. have picks. But hey, man, Trey for Kyrie. As I'm saying, Trey for Kyrie Irving. You know, he's sitting on the couch chilling. Trey for Kyrie Irving. He puts the narrative until it happens. <laughs> Kyrie to L.A. Kyrie to L.A. <laughs> man. Niggas Man. gonna get scraps for Kyrie Irving, bro. Hey, those scraps, uh, those scraps would be better than half the players on the on the Nets, bro. <laughs> that is a fact. fact. That That's a fact, true. though. I mean, hey, it is I can't believe I had to root for Kyrie, bro. Hey, are we are we at the push the narrative segment yet? No, not yet. I'm ready to push my narrative. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not yet. Not yet. So there's one more topic we're before we get to that. Uh, so the next topic is about the Lakers. Um, Lakers, uh, they're currently five and three. Uh, actually, I. I think there was a report today that LeBron's out for about two weeks. A week, a week, a week or two. A week or two. Orange strain. That's and I, I, they said the Lakers are like cautious oh, about that. Abdominal muscle. Yeah, they're, they're like cautious about that. So Lakers five and three, um, better than what they were starting off. I don't remember exactly what their record was like first four games, but I know it was. They, they started. They, I know they started. They started on two. So that's what I know. I actually yeah. want to know what do you what do you uh I want to know what uh. My intellect brother thinks about the the fakers, the and, fakers. Uh, Russell, uh, the fakers, oh man, yeah, even you a Braun fan. <laughs> uh, you know, until the Lakers, Frank Vogel, they moved DeAndre out of the starting lineup. AD's got to play the five full time. I don't care what he says about it being like too physical for him. He's got to play the five because if you're gonna play Russell West, like this is just what you have to do. Um, <laughs> you have to because if. Otherwise, you got Russ just out there doing nothing. He's shooting spot-up threes, and you know you don't want that. Um, but I think, you know, they have the talent on this roster to, like, make something happen. Like, there's few teams in the league. I mean, you look at what Melo's doing. That's been a positive sign. Um, how long that's going to, you know, continue, who knows. But I think once they get, you know, Ariza back, they get Wayne Ellington back. Um, Kendrick Nunn is an important one. I know everybody talks about Taylor Horton Tucker. I don't know how much he even plays when you got, you know, Russ LeBron. Bro, I'm not even going to lie. They're not paying that man $10 million to nothing, bro. He has to play all night. Yeah, that's what I was just yeah, about to say. He has to play, bro. <laughs> when it's, they when they you, have faith in him, dog. When you start looking at how this roster is set up, like I'm going with Malik Monk over Taylor Horton Tucker if it comes I don't out. know. I, I, the way Malik, Malik Monk Malik is played. <laughs> Malik has played bad know. the last couple games, but like he's got to get the like get the ball uh, at least somewhere. I agree. Um, but you know that's that's just what it is. Hey man, he when can, you play when you when you play with guys bro. like LeBron and Russ, you become a spot up shooter. But I feel like I feel like they give you the ball more when you make 
your first few shots. So like Melo, when Melo hits his first like few jumpers, that they start giving him post touches, which is the worst thing in the world. Know, but, they, not, but they do it. They giving Melo post touches is literally like the yeah, like you said, it's terrible. Hey, it's worked the last the last three games. It's not gonna be like that for the next yeah. Yeah. these next the reason the reason why I think they're gonna play THT though is because I mean he he hasn't shown as much defensively, but I think he can bring more of that because right now, let's just be real, the Lakers point of attack defense is not good at all. Honestly, right? anything to get Ken, Ken Bazemore out of there, now that I think about it. Ken Bazemore so not bad. even that bad. He's, he's been pretty, pretty solid. Not bad. He's been solid on defense for them. He's been solid bro. overall. What? <laughs> I overall, no. On offense, bro, the man's smoking. No, he's smoking wide open layups. You know, bro, did you have you watched the last few games? Oh, no, there's yeah, no Offensively, way. offensively. Yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, who, what are you going to say? His problem, Kim Bazemore's problem, is that he's out there as their only defender. He's out here guarding jaw. Like, that's that's a recipe for disaster. And he's just going to get ate up. He's a, he's a foul. He's a foul merchant, bro. <laughs> Bro, did you see that? You, y'all, I know y'all saw that one possession vert during the Rockets game, where he had to basically guard everybody on the perimeter because yeah, but some be people fair, were he was messing over, up the he rotation. Was over-rotating a little bit. He it's not. He was. He wasn't over rotating. Yeah, he. He, was. he was making some pretty it was good, a good defensive it was plays. A good hustle play. No, no, it was good hustle play, especially like when he forced like the pump fake on KPJ at the corner. Yeah. I give him props for that. That was good. But at a certain point, bro, if these niggas aren't helping you out, bro, just don't even fucking. He is. He is. He that much he, he that. smokes some layups. I'm not gonna lie. He does. He does. Like especially in transition. I don't know why he does. Like he done smoked ten layups in transition this season already, which is wild to me. But at the same time, what he's been bringing defensively, even as a spot up shooter, shooting like forty percent on four attempts, you can't bench a dude like that. That's one of your only defensive players as well, bro. Like come on now. Like what you he, mean, Trevor? Trevor Ariza taking them minutes, dog. Trevor Reza sucks, bro. Like, he's so old. I don't get this, bro. Like, no he's offense, bro. Bad, bro. Dog, he's old and he, yo, every single team he goes to, bro, he watch, just Trevor Reza's going to come back. Hey, hey, no, well. I should, hey, watch. I should, just because he said that, bro, because Jason was a jinx. He's going to come I back, just, play fine, and this nigga's going to look like a goof and a clown again, bro. I, I promise you, bro, because when he went on the heat, bro, look what he did in the playoffs. Nothing. Bro, when, they were literally telling him not, no, because bro, no was getting clamped heat. up. Bro, no one on the Heat was doing anything. No, so. no, no, that's not even a. He knows what he's uh, doing when he says that. Jimmy, and was you know, and you know what's crazy? They built a wall on him, and exactly, they were telling Trevor Reason to create. Get out of here with that, bro. Nah, they, they told him to make a shot, and he couldn't make one. No, he was literally going out there having the shot create off the dribble Man, because Jimmy Butler was clamped by Jimmy. Keep keep falling for his genjutsu, bro. Keep falling. Wait, just keep falling. Keep falling, bro. Hey, man, either that. way, the Lakers the Lakers schedule is kind of up and down going on without LeBron. Tonight they have OKC. Hopefully they can beat them this time without LeBron. Actually, actually I, I'm not going to lie. I can guarantee a W because there is no way Darius Baisley plays like how he did last week. There's absolutely no way he can play like that again. What if we play LeBron that way? What if Bron is ahead of the curve? What if he's taking these games off just in case they lose to the Thunder? He don't want to be associated with that. Nah, bro. It's not that. The reason why is because he's scared, scared of Lou Dort. Oh, my no, he's God. Scared, no, no, he's not scared of the Thunder. He's, he's scared, scared of Lou Dort. After that, 
he's scared of the you know Wessel Westbrook. You know he's a ticking time bomb, and it's it's okay to risk a loss to the Rockets. You know Jalen Green's there. You feel me? But to the Thunder, it's like Poku and Darius Baisley. Baisley is better than be anyone on their team. What are you saying? Shea, Josh Giddy, the No, I, I agree with Shea. Josh Giddy's look nice, but, like, it's just That's different. That's it, though. Luther. It's different to lose to Poku versus losing to Christian Wood. And, uh, at least they got KPJ, Christian Wood. Hey, I'm not even going to lie. At least Christian they got Wood. Players, hey, I want to so. okay, shout out Christian Wood because he was working AD, bro. Yeah, I want to. I want to shout out the real AD. He's the better he AD. Was, he was. AD. He was. He's. He's the better AD, bro. Push the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but speaking of push the narrative, that but we we are yeah, we are so at that segment, bro. That, that segment. Oh, explain so. it, Bino. Final segment, oh, bro. Basically, yeah, basically, bro. We are just going to be. You know, it's been about seven to nine games, depending on teams, and we're just going to be pushing some things, some things that we want us the fans to see and hear from us narratives that we are going to be pushing going on into this season and we're going to let mustard go first even though mustard's kind of been pushing his narrative but he wants he wants to say it right now so go ahead mustard okay y'all ready for this i said before the season started because i watched these games unfortunately i watched the games (laughs) of the knicks and i saw julius randall make shots that i know he's not built to make consistently he had a season, season last year that was amazing. Props to him. But if you see what he's been doing this year so far, he's been pretty ass. No, okay, not ass. And that's, uh, I don't know. Some of these games he's been pretty ass. But, for example, that game that he had recently where he had 17 points in the first quarter. I can't remember what team he faced. I think it was the Sixers. Raptors. Was it Raptors? Okay. Yeah, it was the Raptors game. Yeah. He had 17 points in the first half or first quarter. And he just cooled he off. Didn't proceed, yeah, he then proceeds to score, I think, like three points in the next three quarters. Pooh, straight up Pooh. And Julius Randle this year, let's look at his numbers. Because I thought last year was a fluke. I dared him to prove me wrong. But so far, he's oh, proven me right. It looks God. like he's gone back to 20, 2020 Julius Randle. You know, solid little player, but nothing close to all NBA caliber. MVP, quotations, MVP level. Julius Randle this year is averaging 20 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Solid numbers there. I'll give him that. But he's shooting 41% from the field this year in comparison to his 45% the year prior and 35% from three compared to his 41% the year prior. And not only that, but when Julius Randle is on the court, they actually are worse offensively, not by too much, but they are worse offensively with him on the court versus him off the court. And defensively, they're actually, they're actually significantly better with him off the court. When him when he's on the court, they have a def- they have a, a defensive rating of 113. When he's off the court, they have a defensive rating of 106. I don't I don't care about your hand, Jason. You can put your hand out. I, I just want I just want to add some context to that real quick. Go can ahead. I? Okay, go ahead. Okay, the only context I just want to add to that is the fact that um, defensively, I mean, he's playing with Kemba Walker. It's just true. Like I'm not trying to be mean or anything. But is he a good defender, Jace Move? Uh, he's he's better than you think he is. He's not a liability. Is he a though. good defender? Is he a good defender? He's a liability. He's but a neutral. That's not what I asked. He's, he's a, a neutral. neutral defender. Neutral, no, yeah. I don't agree with that. He is. I think Julius Randle's below average on defense. He's always been below average. And I think that's that's not true. Undersized. Yes, he is. He's always that's not true. Average. Last year he wasn't below he, average. Yes, dude, he was playing with two of the best rim protectors in the league. Yes, Who? Mitchell Robinson got injured. Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel. He's still playing with Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel. 
Okay, and he's it's even worse because he has to play with Kemba. He has to be protected. If he has if he has other guys that are not good point of attack defenders, it's gonna make his job way harder. He has to be protected you with can good say defenders that around for him. Every player in the NBA. Okay, but we're talking about Julius Randle. So Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like like why are you why are you doing this? <laughs> Paul and George is a bad defender. No, nah, bro. No, by your logic, bro, Stephen you Adams is a bad. Listen, no, no. By your logic, no. Listen, listen to me. Listen okay, to me. What is Julius Randle good at on defense? He's good. He's good on ball. Very switchable. It's true. Yes, he is. Go watch it. Did you think <laughs> I'm lying? lying. Dude, I, I watch the games too. As far as I'm concerned, Julius <laughs> Randle this year. Julius Randle obviously this year has proven to me so far. Hopefully he can turn. Actually, I don't care if he turns it around because I don't like the Knicks anyway. But you know, for his for his sake, he needs to turn it around because hey, RJ Barrett, it's time to give him the keys, bro. Bro has been hooping. I ain't like RJ's yeah. been hooping. You know, he always starts off the year looking like trash. First couple games, he looked really bad. Now this nigga is looking like, hey, give him the keys, run the offense through him a little bit more. But Julius Randle, it's obvious. It's I already, obvious. I knew this was gonna obvious. happen. It's obvious. I <laughs> obvious. knew this. I knew. I knew that last year was a fluke. Keyword audience. Ob- obvious. 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 This guy is having some of the worst shooting performances in the league out of all the volume scores right now. All really right. What's the next narrative? Who, who wants to go next? Yeah. Go ahead. You want uh, Darius. Darius. Go ahead. All right. I guess I'll go with uh, my narrative. So. Uh, I'm a Cavs fan, you know. Uh, I've been watching a lot of them, and uh, recently, I'm not gonna lie, man. My my uh, my rookie Evan Mobley, bro. This is what I'll <laughs> say about him, right? Um, I already knew he was gonna be. I didn't expect him to be like like the rookie of the year or anything like that. I thought it would take time for him to be like uh, um, producing like that type of uh, like being a very good offensive player and all that. Because I think rookie of the year like. <laughs> A lot of the uh, rookie of the year picks, they mainly focus on scoring, and I thought that's why I thought Jalen Gray would be uh, the pick, my uh, the winner for it. So I still have him as it. But Evan Mobley, uh, man, bro, like he has been so good to the point. Like I, I already made a tweet about it. Um, he like if the season ended today, he would be an all defensive ki- uh, player. Like that's how amazing he's been. Um, the ability to switch his rim production, his perimeter, perimeter defense. All that I think right. he'd actually make it. Yes, I think he could. He, if we're being I don't real, know. he's got some comp though. He's got some real comp. If, 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 AD. We're, being, if we're being real, all serious. Like, right? let me let me let me finish he, it. Let me finish it. Yeah, then, you can finish. My fault. This is this is what I was gonna say. Um, the Cavs are currently like a. I I said before this season like I don't I don't expect the Cavs to be like a good team. I didn't even expect them to be a playing team, but I expect them to be like the 11th seed or something like that. They're they're doing all right. Um, they kind of did this last year with Andre Drummond, though, so it's a big difference. <laughs> big, big difference. So I don't know if it's gonna be nah, that. Sucks. I don't think it's gonna be a much of a fluke as it was last year for the, like the first ten games. But what I'll say though is, um, if the Cavs, um, which could be a top ten defense, like I think Evan Mobley, um, could be considered a deep point candidate this season. Like I'm not even joking when I say that. Deep boy candidate, yes. rookie, rookie deep boy. That's, that's, that, that's, that's your narrative. Yes. Hey, do y'all think he's been better than? Uh, because I, I, I keep saying this. I haven't seen a rookie big this good defensively or this impactful defensively since like he's, Anthony Davis season. He's you like think he's been better than AD's rookie year defensively. Defensively, he's yeah, been more consistent. Like, yeah, I think so. 
Nah, he's been, he's been crazy. We don't know if he's going to come back to earth, but he's been crazy good so far. Like, yeah, so, I think, yeah, I think he leads the league in, um, contested shots, which is, and it's not even close. I don't think it's close. Yeah, people keep attacking him. I don't know why they keep yeah, attacking I don't, him. I don't know why. Dame last night. Yeah, Dane did that Dame stupid shit and he got blocked year. instantly. Like, my one drive. Yeah, no, he, he did a great job on Dame on that possession, I gotta say. Um, he got switchability, top tier, great rim protector. He's got the length, the quickness to keep up with smaller players, bigger players. Um, I don't even think, because Jay Smooth was telling me he needs to put on like hella weight. I don't think he needs to put on hella weight. I think he could be like, kind of somewhat lanky because i want to see him grow his offense back too man i, I want to see some kd type of shit bro i ain't gonna lie i want to see some K- garnett durant bro garnett durant bro. He's, got, <laughs> he's got a little handle like because garnett was not like the biggest guy he was somewhat slim a little bit so i want to see him increase his handle bag uh he obviously should put on some weight though i honestly he shouldn't be this size forever he's he gotta get forever. stronger Yes, mm-hmm. he's got it. Every get time bigger. he posts up, he's getting it's, bullied. Yeah, by it's getting most people. I, no, I agree. Which is, I agree. It's fine. That's kind of just been a thing. But once he gets his core strength, you know, lower body strength going, um, being a just more effective threat around the basket, you know, then then the, the scoring numbers are gonna go way up. Go yeah, was saying right. something though. Uh, what were you saying before? I... Uh, uh, what I was gonna, what I was, what was I gonna say about him? Uh, about, I, was I said all defensive. I, I was. You, wait, you said what? I was trying to like help you, like uh, remind yourself, like all that we were talking about all defensive teams before. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I said he's probably not gonna make it because he's in Cleveland. Like, let's be real. This, hey, bro, this is something I've been pushing forever. The small uh, market. People don't. People hate small markets, especially Cleveland after LeBron left. You can see because they just get on all their players, talk about they're the worst players in the league. So I don't think just I think just because Evan Mobley's in Cleveland, he won't get it. So okay, I actually want to address something that happened that was around that topic there was like some account that posted i don't know why the fuck they posted this shit i don't remember the account they don't even deserve to be mentioned some account posted if john morant were to leave where would he go it's like bro what jaw leaving memphis a team that just made the playoffs last year since he's still in his rookie contract like bro yeah it's not like this guy is like and even if he's he's not even like in a zion situation where like the team is bad. Like he is good. He's on a good him. team. Yeah, and Dylan you, and you Brooks, see... good player. Like they have Kyle Anderson, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Who I ain't gonna lie, Jaron Jackson been kind of looking a little sus this year at, at, at parts of the yeah. year. And I actually want to know your opinions on Jaron Jackson yeah. Jr. Actually, I do too. Keandre, uh, uh, what do you think about Jaron Jackson Jr. this year? Uh, you know, he's been a a pretty big disappointment just based on the expectations getting back healthy this like the first off season he you know put it in all the together bag. he got paid but, yeah you know everything just seemed like it was gonna you know set up for him to to be that one of those breakout guys um but yeah you know i don't know i don't know i think he's gonna turn it around but for him as a player like in just in general like he's never been somebody who's really gonna do a lot offensively like everybody loves the three-point shooting but like he's kind of he's sort of limited to that in terms of like Mm -hmm. what he likes what he likes to do the most um but i don't know i I like him as a player a lot i think he's he's fine and he's still lacks physicality though yeah, I he, think he lacks a lot of physicality. He's still he's still 22 years old or whatever. I haven't looked at his what his stat line is so far this year, but um, yeah, it's 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 really early. 
And he's been, he's been really good in the past, so. Mm-hmm. I think he'll shoot himself into rhythm a little bit more as the season progresses as well. For me, yeah. I don't care about his offense. My thing, the thing that's been disappointing him the most for me is his defense. Really, I expected him to be one of the better. I expected him to have a multi-top impact. You know what I mean? Sooner, like at least now in his career, because he has all the tools necessary. He just keeps fouling. He's not disciplined, <laughs> late on rotations, doesn't box out, stuff like that. You know, like it's... Mm-hmm. He has to do better. You know, that's my thing. With okay, he's not out. really strong enough. He's not really strong enough to really box out like the best bigs, if we're being honest. You know, not like, strong enough. Always... Four rebounds, though? Come on. That's unacceptable. And if we're being honest, he should be playing the five. If we're no. really being honest. No, 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 no. no. You can't even get I'm rebounds, dog. Y'all missed my point. I'm not saying that. He should be playing the five necessarily like right now, like with his situation and his skill set, what he's good at. But where he should be, he should be at a place to where he should be able to play the five. You get what I'm saying? Like he should have been able to put on weight by now a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But he should have been able to get physical by now. Like, And I think injuries have kind of derailed a lot of what he could have done. Um, but, hey, the best ability is availability. And like Jay Smooth said a couple of days ago, or like a week or two ago, this nigga might be the black Porzingis. At this point, <laughs> yeah, bro. I, man, he, he, he's been very disappointing. I won't lie. Like, he's I, soft. He uh, he had a very high ceiling as well, and like him just not being as good as defensively as people make him out to be. And like, remember the AD this, comparisons? You know, you know, it's it, it was like an over exaggeration somewhat. But like, my one of my friends, um, he came out to me. He's like, he, you know, it's like absolute high ceiling was Garnet Durant. That's how the meme started, actually. Oh, yeah. So yeah, thing. yeah, that's like how I started it, and like that's yeah. Just, but the the cat the cat's had the real going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But no, and, I, about the small market thing, real quick. You uh, know, here he goes. No, no, no. I, 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 I'm gonna go on a little rant real quick. Uh, he's gonna push I, this. this uh, here he goes. Y'all, yeah, the, you know, the small yeah, market is—is is this your narrative? Yeah, yeah, let's just let's just talk. Let's just say this is my narrative real quick, right? So I can get <laughs> it out the way for people. Who want, like, for example, OKC. I'm just going to say our team out right there. For people who want us to, like, go out and get superstars and stuff like that, especially as a small market team, like, why would you just immediately do that? We can't rebuild, like, let's say the Lakers, the Miami Heat, these big market teams because teams don't want to stay in Oklahoma or teams don't want to stay in Memphis. And also, I got something to say to the media. About the job rent thing, bro. It's so stupid. Cause they 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 always try to encourage staying with your teams, staying with this, but they're also the first people to say, where should this person go? Like, for example, when Giannis lost, right? Everybody was like, he needs to go to Miami. That Ashley Nicole girl, with all due respect, very nice, very cool. But she hopped out, spitting out some false news talking about he's prepared to sign in Miami. All this media, all the media outlets, they really, really want to push that stuff. But at the same time, they're always the people saying, you know what? I respect somebody if they stay like stop switching up, you know, like stuff like that really, really angers me. You know, John, John Moran. Hey, man, they they only they only respect you when you stay and win, bro. So when Dame when Dame becomes a loser, which is a part of my narrative, Dame's a loser um, and uh, he's washed. 
You know, <laughs> you know why I think you know, Dame won this game. We be, you know, we, we be saying Jace Move hates on Dame, but you low key be hating on. Yeah, Dame he hate on Dame more than I do. I don't know why. Yeah, they're they're like, yeah, I, am I, Dame, I am a Dame hater. I am a Dame hater because the Portland he ended. He mad because he ended the Thunder's. Uh, Russell Westbrook era. Nah, bro. He saved you know us. What? I was. I, he said exactly. I said the same. He saved us. What you mean? Okay. Well, unless see, I I don't know because I did want to see one more year of Russell PG. Nah, but he still saved us. So that would have been a first time I again. I promise. I'll, <laughs> I, I, I'll say this though. I'll say this like the fact that it, like here's my. This is probably not a narrative or anything, but I'm just gonna use this as my thing. Like it's so much harder to build a team. In um, a small market than it is in a big market. I just want y'all to realize that just the whole pirate, like everybody, it's true, right? You know, a lot of these small market teams put themselves in these positions, right? Sometimes they do, right? But at the same time, like for people to expect you to rebuild, like LA, LA, bro, they legit were trash and LeBron just came over. You can't have that in any (laughs) other small market. (laughs) You're like, come on, y'all. Everybody's bro, still I, on the books. I don't think there's oh, a single a superstar. superstar. Well, there's not a super single star between besides Jimmy Butler and um and LeBron James that's gonna see a team that is young and upcoming and be like, bro, we're gonna go there. And uh, we know that we can attract free agents, bro. To be to be <laughs> fair, the heat the heat, I just feel like obviously they have an advantage being where they are, but the heat were trending upward. At least they were trending upward. The Lakers were not trending upward, the Lakers were still really bad. The Lakers were trending. You could say the Lakers I think were trending upward. You could say the, the Lakers were trending, trending upward. upward because they, they had, had like Lonzo B. They had Lonzo B. They had Lonzo B. I, I don't. I don't really think they were trending upward, bro. Like, Listen to this. Yeah, okay. But the Heat had just made the playoffs. Like I don't care about them just making the playoffs. They were. They were the Orlando Magic. Bro, okay, but is that not better than being in the fucking second pick every year? I'd rather be the second pick every year. Then be the eighth seed okay, consistent. But, but, that's like you said, but like you said, if you're a team that's a young team and you make the eighth seed like in the playoffs, they you can it. attract free agents, right? <laughs> I guess that's true then. I guess that's okay, true for so their like, scenario. It's, it's way but, better than being the fucking second pick in the draft. But, but what, I'm say, what I'm saying is <laughs> the reason why they were good. Like, you right? know what he's doing? Like, like, what, no, listen to me. Listen to me. The reason why the Miami Heat were good were because of a bunch of old players, right? It was Hassan Whiteside, who was smelly. It was Guan Dragic, <laughs> who was decent, but smelly. Like, it was just okay, bad. Nah, it was, was just... Nah, nah, he, he was not okay, he was all star. He was all star. Let me check. Let me But but like, you know what I mean, right? Like it was just Bam, like, but they had Bam. Bam was young still. They didn't have Tyler Hero yet. Okay, they were literally everybody was saying give Bam the keys. Bam was only young dude. Okay, but Bam's everyone's bit. And everyone bro, was saying, everyone saw the keys over Hassan Whiteside, bro. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is this. They were mediocre. Deion Waiters, hey, second half of the season, I think 2018, Deion Waiters. Listen, that no, no. Was but a Hooper. but listen, a Hooper. listen, right? If you look at Orlando Magic situation, the Orlando Magic situation was very similar to the Miami Heat situation. The only difference is the market. A bunch of bad contracts, okay, old so players, the and they were mediocre. It's not the same. How okay, is it not the same? Literally... You can afford to be mediocre, like, and make the playoffs. Like, you can afford to do that when you're a big market. Like, your that's approach. What I, that's what I'm saying. No, okay, but like the approach that you have to things should depend on your situation. 
So if you're a GM, you know you can pull free agents if you're a big market. How do we know Pat Riley is going to settle to be mediocre if he's not in charge of a team that's in a big market? If he's in charge of an Indiana Pacers, who knows? Let's say he trades all those guys because he knows he can't win there and that's, he can't attract free agents. That's, like if you're that's in what Miami, I'm saying, you, though. That's okay, what I, but like I'm you saying the same thing as you. Those, but you're criticizing those teams as if like like what what's the point of criticizing them? Like that's how it is. These small market teams, they want to be mid. A lot of these teams want to be mid. Yeah, uh, in Indiana, especially. I, I, hey, I'm not. I don't feel sorry for India at all. They, exactly. they, they suck, a lot of these right? teams want to be mid. That's just how it is. But like, and like no, but you're criticizing these big market teams when they're actually, actually trying to be good. If we're being honest, they're the ones that actually try to be good more, but more he, than likely. Here's the thing. Here's the problem I have. And what I'm saying is this, right? A lot of media members and stuff like that are, they want teams to be like that. For example, I'm going to say it again. OKC, right? If you look at it, you you see this dummy come out of nowhere talking about, man, the Thunder are black eyes to the league uh, because like we're, we're, we're obviously bad. We're trying to get good picks, right? But they want us to be good. And it's like, how can we be the best version of ourselves? How can we become championship team? There's no stars available, right? And even if we get a star, nobody's going to stay on our team past two years. The only people that want to stay on our team are going to be draft picks, right? And so, like, that's my biggest issue. People want us to be mediocre stuff, but we we rebuild completely different ways. That's all I'm saying. That's that, that's I mean, my I, biggest I issue you. with all of that. I'm I, done I, with my I, rant. I hear, you. I hear you, but as far as, like, building your team up, you got to understand, like, if you're a GM, like, you, your approach to how you're going to build your team should be dependent be on your market. Yeah. It's going to be different, yeah. So, like, I'm not going to knock a team like Miami for being mediocre because they can afford to be mediocre and still pull in free agents. A team like Orlando, or let me not even use Orlando because Orlando's a nice city to live in, you know what I'm saying? But let me not use Orlando. Let me market. use, I mean, no, they're not a big market, but I'm just mm -hmm. saying, like, I think Indiana's a better example than Orlando. Yeah. A team like Indiana, mm. like, you can't afford to be fucking mid. Like, trade those niggas and move the fuck on. Like, maybe, like, and if we're being honest, a lot of these small market teams are just badly run. Because, because a lot of these owners, they just already have, it's like a foregone conclusion to them that they're not going to be good. So they're just trying to make money, if we're being honest. They're just trying to make money. And, like, for example, look at Dan Gilbert. They he 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 should have been fired years ago if we're really being honest. But because he's still making money, you know, he's probably still thriving off of the money they had in the LeBron era, and like he's gonna still be in power because he's making money for the team. The Timberwolves, one of the worst organizations in all of professional sports, all of professional sports. They they've been on an uptick lately, but you want to know why they've been on uptick because they've been having so many first overall picks. Andrew Wiggins that turned into D'Lo trade. Cat first overall pick. Uh, Anthony Edwards, first overall pick, and guess what? They're probably still not going to make the playoffs this year. See, as much as I want them to, there's probably still not. Gonna uh, make uh, it. They will, they will, because the Blazers not, not the Blazers will not make the playoffs. I'm not mad about how the Wolves are rebuilding, or I'm not really mad about how they doing. They're doing things. They're just not developing their players. They're not doing it the right way. Like you can obviously see, Draymond said this earlier in the interview. I I, I forgot what he. Said. It, I forgot what interview it was, but he was like, basically, hey. if a lot of players keep coming out of the franchise as trash, right? Like they keep being bad. At some point, it's not the player's fault; it's the franchise's fault. And I agree. They don't. They got one of the worst development systems in the league, in my opinion. You know, you only but, say you only say that because of Jared Culver, bro. 
Not just him. That's a fact. That's a fact. Not just him. He, Andrew no, no, Wiggins, no. Hey, bro. bro. Andrew Wiggins was, a, was supposed to be hey, a generational hey. talent. And let me ask you this, Keandre. What's your thoughts on Jarek over it and how his career has panned out? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't, space, I don't really bro. Like a big, <laughs> I don't have like a a huge opinion on Jarek over. Like this was like a a definite possibility. You just look at what he was doing in college. Like space creation wasn't completely there. Three point shot not completely there. Mm. Um, I thought it was a bit of a reach mm. for mm-hmm. the Timberwolves to take him where they took him. What mm. you know, he had that little fluke run at Texas Tech, and everybody started getting hyped, bro. Tech men, bro. I mean, the tournament does that a lot of the time. Um, but you know, I feel like that's kind of a both sides thing. There's some, there's something going like with organizational structure in Minnesota specifically. I think they're on, you know, a pretty good. Because he's uh, saying that, and Jared Culverson not playing. The, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have a great develop, develop, developmental staff. But here Jared we are, Culver- Jared Culver is not going to sniff the court, bro. <laughs> he's not he's not he's just not very good. You can't put that completely on Minnesota. The, <laughs> the Wiggins thing, you can have a conversation about that. Um but, you know, the whole Jimmy thing coming like in the middle of their like sort of rebuild, that kind of threw things off cuz then you don't have Zach Levine anymore. You know what happens if that's not a thing? They make the playoffs that year um with Jimmy and then since then, it's been. I can't lie, back to, back I don't think. I don't think Levine. I don't think Levine. I think offensively that would have been amazing. Levine, Cat, and uh, Wiggins could have been really good. Yeah. But defensively, especially considering how bad Levine was at that time defensively, holy shit, they would have been one of the worst defensive teams in the history. Of I the mean, league. yeah, but you know, it's talent at the end of the day. You know, yeah, when you're make a it work. Like they'll find a way to make it work. It's it's like what what can you do? I like what they have with Anthony Edwards. You got. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, um, you know, Bull Morrow coming up from the G League, he might be, you know, something in a couple years. Um, but talking about, like, the whole small market thing, I I hate that that conversation just around OKC. Like, they're, like, this this horrible, like, they're doing something so bad. Like, they, they have to do this, and it's not going to take as long as people think it is. Just because they have that these facts, people, bro. That facts, is facts, bro. People think it's like this. Some they turn into this meme where it's like, oh, they're just drafting seventh, seventh graders or whatever. But like, you've got Shea, who's really, really good right now. Josh Giddy's yeah. gonna be really good. Somebody who you can put in your core and build around. They're gonna get a top pick next year. Already, we're we're moving somewhere in in the right direction. Then you got all these other pieces, the picks. If there's one person, a player that like comes available, Shea's like. Operating at as as a twenty seven points per game score, Giddy's doing his thing, getting near triple doubles every night. Like we're in, we're, that's a pathway to to be a perennial playoff team. And people are acting like they're the the process Sixers and got you know TJ McConnell out there playing thirty five minutes, hitting turnaround <laughs> game winners over over Melo or something. Like that's not the, that's not the same thing. So that's kind of my issue with with that. Off the fact, bro. The Thunder Off gonna topic. run the league, bro. <laughs> off topic, off topic a bit, but I want to know your thoughts on a bull bull situation with the. Like, do you think he's being held back by the Nuggets? A lot of people subscribe to that narrative. Yeah. I I don't. Yeah. I'm a I'm a bull bull guy because you know he's from Kansas. I'm from Kansas. Um, you know I saw him a lot. He's a year younger than me in school. Um, but there's just things in his game that he hasn't really got. 
up to par at this point. I would love to see him play more. Like, obviously, you got to play sometimes and make mistakes to, to, to get over some of these barriers. But, like, I don't – the Nuggets are also trying to, you know, contend in the West at the same time. So, it's, like, not really a thing that you can, can do on a nightly basis. Um, the whole like social media like two K storyline thing that he was doing with the black and the tweets. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of part of it. <laughs> oh my god! Two K storyline. He is, bro. He's a two. He's a two K sixteen seventeen demigod, bro. <laughs> nah, but like it's just his work ethic. If we're being real, I that's. That's that. I mean, yeah, he has to play so bad. He wants his to work ethic so is not bad. good at all. Like he, he has a lot of body language issues. Um, he's not fully engaged defensively. When I saw him in summer league, like all these problems were just like very apparent. Like he's really talented. That's the issue. It's like and my boy was you can see bubble though immediately. <laughs> yeah, but like there's just certain things that he's got to get together completely. Um. Like I'm not even really gonna lie. I know, this, I know this, like yeah, I, I know this guy is a great mid range shooter, but like there's no reason why Chris Paul should system attacking. Hey, CP3 attack. That's such a terrible no, like. No, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. But like this nigga could couldn't even sniff the ball off. That, yeah, that's. Yo, bro, CP3 does that to every is? big you man. You couldn't block one of those shots. Yes, CP3 does that no. to every big. Bro, not every big got the link. Nah, I've seen, nah, 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 seen Giannis. Nah, I've seen Giannis get great contests and blocks on CP3. So. That's help side. We're talking about on ball. He gets no, I'm talking about on ball. ball. Yeah, no, I'm talking, did you watch the finals? He got on ball. But still, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean, right? That's not great. I'm not going to kill Bobo. To Giannis? No, I'm not gonna kill Bull. No, we're just, we're just, we're just comparing his we're dimensions, saying, like, bro. He couldn't even, he couldn't even sniff the ball. That's my point. He couldn't even sniff yeah. it. What you oh, mean? That's, yeah, that's not CP3, bro. Like you can't. Come on now. Oh, you mean, like pad, you mean stat pattern? You mean stat pattern CP3? But we're not ready for that narrative yet. <laughs> I, I, I need to gather. Nigga is I need to gather. I need to gather some more hey, evidence. Hey, yo, hey, yo, speaking of narrative, bro. Bino, come yeah, on, Bino. give oh, us yeah. yours. Bro, my 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 narrative is the Dame narrative, bro. The Blazers are not making the playoffs. I'm pushing that shit to the moon. <laughs> I'm pushing. I'm pushing it to the moon. Buy all the stock, bro. Buy all the Bino stock. Trust, bro. I have a third eye. I have sources, bro. The Blazers are not making the playoffs, bro. Damian Lillard bro, draw... about to go, go to the back of the, the top 10 point guard line, bro. Trust. Actually, I don't know yeah, about that. But... <laughs> that Wilson ball got people feeling different. That's all I see, man. Hey, hey that, ball ass, that. that ball is ass. That ball is actually bro, I, I just I, I, know what y'all th- I, I, know, I want to know what y'all think, especially uh, I guess you can answer first, Keandre, but Paul George recently said that like the Wilson ball is different from the Spalding ball and all that. And um, a lot of people were saying like he's making excuses, but he he literally said that after a game. He, he he's li- exactly he's literally shooting better than everyone else. But hey, I guess exactly <laughs> like uh, so obviously like he he's not making excuses. This is a legitimate complaint that he had. So uh, what do y'all? Bro, think the ball about, uh, the ball is trash, bro. It's facts. Y'all think the ball, the, ball. Lot, how they play? Probably is. I mean, you know, it's it's always something to adjust to when you got a different ball out there, especially for them when they've been using the same ball for so long. Um, 
that whole PG thing, people just hate on PG to pay on PG. Like that was that's a really, fact, bro. It expo- exposed a lot of people because, like, literally, this dude is one of the five best shooters of his generation in the league. Statistic wise, you can, it backs up off the dribble, off the catch, off screens. It's gonna back up. Um, yes. And people are acting like he's just making excuses, like he was just playing so bad, and it's his fault because he hit the side of the backboard one time on the corner three. Like, I don't know. I uh, don't get me started on, on more PG because that. <laughs> hey, I like. Hey, I like him, dog. PG <laughs> for the win, bro. Top ten player. <laughs> hey, you know what narrative I should be pushing? Paul George over Damian Lillard. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be on Twitter every day. I mean, this season Paul so George far, over, not even a question, bro. bro. Not even a yeah, question. Yeah, Paul George been the best. I don't know if you want to be pushing that right now. Like I said, Nah, I'm going to push it right now, bro. I'm going to push it right now, bro. You know what narrative I need even to push come play, Even come playoff time, the Clippers will be there and the Blazers won't. So, hey. You know what narrative I need to push real quick? What? The Sacramento Kings will be a playing team. That's my narrative. That's what I want to push. Um, think about this. I want y'all to think about this real quick, right? So the defense, uh, initial defense has been really good, but their biggest issue is rebounding. And I'll say this, just for their overall team and their team, bro. Think about it. They're keeping up with a lot of these teams. They're like 500 right now. They're keeping up with a lot of these teams, despite De'Aaron Fox shooting like absolute garbage. Think about that. Man, right. I hope he gets it together, bro. This yeah, is really bad. So far. If if he gets it together, like let's say even Harrison Barnes falls off and goes to a sixteen point per game score on solid efficiency, which that's what he usually is, that team is still very good. You got a lot of solid big men. Davion Mitchell is playing some great defense. Buddy Hill is making shots. Um, you got guys like Rashawn Holmes, who I think is really underrated. Uh, he's out here putting up almost twenty and ten. Giving you solid rim protection. I mean, it's very good. If he could stay out of foul trouble, that'd be nice. But like, just very, very good stuff from him. Just that overall team, bro. So like, yeah, that's that's my. I think they're gonna be a playing team for sure, bro. Um, That's what I had in my standings. I'm still pushing that. Twenty and ten. I mean, he's not averaging that right now, but he could give you that. You know what I mean? Like, a couple oh, okay. nice stuff like okay. that. Yeah. I was going to say, that didn't sound accurate. When yeah, I was like, if like, he's averaging 20 and 10, I'm like, he's I, I should have heard a name 10 right way now. more. <laughs> he can't give you 20 and 10 every night. That's not a guarantee. He's good. I'm I'm so serious. If he stayed out of foul trouble, he could do that. I'm so serious. But, like, if he can't stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, that's his biggest that issue. Game. That's all I'm saying. But, it's, uh, but isn't that, like, a part of who he is as a player? So, like, no, he can't give you 20 and 10. Be quiet, Mustard. Anyway, <laughs> Rashawn Holmes is it's actually like Rob really Will. efficient like, this people season. Be th- yeah, he's always been really efficient with his push shot, yeah, he's, he's a, and he no, can no, make like, free throws. You know, like which, he's a lot. It's only eight games, but like he he's shooting sixty eight percent from the field, sixty six percent from three, and ninety four percent from the free throw line. He's, this is what I say. Taking a game point four. Okay, he's not ta- he's not ma- taking threes. He's made like what one two, uh, but like. I'll say this, bro. I always say this. Yeah, if you're a big true. man that can make free throws, especially when you're just big down there, bro, man, you're unstoppable. You become unstoppable offensively. And that's what Rashawn Holmes is. I mean, not many people can really guard him in the pick and roll, nor when it comes to lobs. So, like, he, he he's a problem. The foul on the three-point shot. We let us see it. Get to the line, bro. Get to the line. Get come. Wait, you watch you talking about Caden? 
Yeah, I need him to get in the Yo, rhythm. Yo, Cade's been yeah, playing bro. some shit still. <laughs> oh, chill out, man. He's not even playing that bad. Yeah, he's, okay. not, he's not, he's not better, 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 better than the first two. Yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> two for 14, 0 for 9. Yo, uh, Keandre, what narrative do you want to push, though? Ah, my nose. I don't... I feel like some of some of the narratives I like to push already kind of came up in this. Um, you know, Paul George, we talked about that. Um, and one and one thing that always bugs me was the that small market conversation, especially with OKC specifically, because you got dudes like Bill Simmons just losing their mind over nothing. Yep. Don't worry about your team, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> Crash ass Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, your team is purposely as bad as like at least they're per they're purposely trying to be that bad. Your team team is trying and you're 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 as trash as the thunder right now. Yo, yeah. I made yo Keandra, I made what two bets? I made two bets. I got a, a bet that the Clippers gonna be a top four seed. I think it's fifty dollars. Jonah. Yeah, and then uh, what's it called? Another Celtics bet for twenty dollars, but Celtics bet. But I said they're gonna be a top two seed, man. They're disappointing me right now. I, you might as well pay twenty dollars right now. I'm not gonna pay it up right now. No, I, I got faith. I got faith yeah. in Brown and Tatum, bro. They're gonna get it together. Yeah. What are the narratives you got, Keandre? Uh I've been trying to think of one. Um, I I don't know. I don't know nothing like really controversial or anything is coming up. Okay, what about this? Who's your pick for uh, MVP this year? Uh, before the season, it was Giannis. I still feel like that has a pretty good chance to to happen. Same. Because right now it's wide open. If the Bucks, if mm -hmm. the Bucks get a one or two seed, and he's putting up his thirty, ten, and five or whatever he's doing in thirty minutes, you know he's gonna be <laughs> right up there. The only reason people yeah. would like go away from that is if there's somebody else like doing something crazy, or people are just. I think KD could get in that combo too. Was great. And, uh, you know, it's great games. for Giannis. He's somewhat making free throws this year. He's actually making them. Uh, Giannis, Giannis changes form. He still got like form, elbow in, bro, elbow in. Yeah, elbow in. You know, it's yeah. That simple. But like, simple. he making threes too. But some of his issues, he still got issues with his free throw form. I think not getting the right nah, he, transfer he with his it, legs. Though. But he, he making, making some, it, yeah. He making. Honestly, some. I've always said if Giannis can shoot seventy percent or better, he could average thirty easily. And honestly, he doesn't even have to do that. But if he does that, that like changes so much of his game because over yep. the last couple of years, that's been a big issue. Like even against the Heat, if he shoots seventy percent in that series, they win that series. Like if you actually go back, like he was missing so many. Like I think that's one of the easiest reasons or the biggest reasons why Bam could really guard him because Bam, you know, he has the quickness, the strength to obviously match Giannis. Not completely match him, but you know, go toe to go toe to toe with him compared to a lot of other guys. But when you look at the fact that Bam could easily just foul him, he could risk a foul here too because he knows Giannis ain't gonna make that shit. You know what I'm That's saying? True. And like, and like when they send that wall at Giannis, they'll be like, oh, okay, I'll foul him this time. Jay Crowder, you can foul him next time. Jimmy, you could foul him next time. Even if we get bonus, who cares? Because the niggas not gonna make him. That's and just like, weird, bro. It's just Eric Bledsoe. I'm I'm starting to think. Oh, okay. I I, I know. Six, I know, six one center, bro. So well, let's I mean, not act like free throws didn't almost cost yeah, him against the Nets. Yeah, they did. It they almost did. cost. Them. And free throws is why he won Game Six in the final. Yep. Um, or not why he won, but it was the biggest reason why because he was able to go there. What was he like? Seventeen of nineteen from the free throw line. Props mm -hmm. to that man for real. He because. It was after the game that Chris Paul was like, oh, he can't make free throws. And now it's like, all right, 
I'll just go out there and make 17 of my 19 free throws. And there's nothing you can do to stop me about it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I guess we can go Giannis for MVP. I think Giannis and Curry are going to have a nice little MVP duel this year. And Paul George. <laughs> yeah. Hey, PG Thinking can be that third guy. PG, I think like it's going to be PG. Time, and... Just like last time, he could be the third guy, the third wheel of the MVP. And they would call for MVPG for that seat. Like... And, the, and then watch. There's going to be that point in the season. Happens every year when some somebody is dominating the MVP race. One or two guys, the third candidate, he gets a little love at a point in the season because he goes crazy. Last time it was PG when he went off against the Jazz in that regular season game, hit that floater game winner. Everybody was like, "Oh, PG really should be MVP right now." I'm like, "Dude, stop it!" Giannis and Harden are easily that, that wasn't the game. That wasn't the yes, game. It was. the, the game Bro. that put the game that put him on notice was his game versus Giannis. I don't even remember that game. Yeah, yeah. When he, he when he dunked when he dunked on Giannis in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he he, he put up like thirty uh, I, I on think, him. I, no, and, I think the game against the Jazz was really when he got MVP. Well, no, nah, I think nah, I think this, I think that's when the media. No, nah, I think the media was pushing it after. Yeah, the Jazz that's that's what I'm saying. Like the media so, started yeah. pushing it, and fans started going crazy. They were like, "Oh, PG should be in the MVP." And then like real the Nuggets combo, game, like, his shoulder fell off. So sadly, both of his shoulders fell off. Dog. Yep. Dog, that's that's All sad. Right, but, uh, well, that, concludes, that wraps up this episode, that con- right? That concludes uh, the topics. I would I would want to ask one question before we uh, hop off. So, Keandre, uh, I saw that you already made a 2022. Uh, you're already making your uh, your 2022 uh, draft prospects videos and all that. Um, who would you say is who you would you, who would you say is like who would you say you're the highest on in this upcoming draft class so far, anyway? Yeah. So. So like the the top prospects in this next class? Yeah, who would you say is the top prospect and like who's the best? Do you think? Okay. Um. Yeah. So you got Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga. Um, seven foot plus, really smooth, fluid mover. He can do a lot of different things. Really skinny. Um, that's probably the first thing you'll notice when you see him. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but he is he is super talented and that Gonzaga team is gonna be really good. They've got a lot of good pieces around him. Um he's a good passer as well. So he's somebody to certainly watch for the top of the draft. You got um Paulo Bancaro out of Duke. He's your thunder, bro. He's your thunder, bro. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's my number one player at the moment. Uh you know, just a forward who can who can do a lot of different things. Um he's got a lot of perimeter upside though. Right now he kind of you know, does most of his damage driving to the basket, um, playing as a role man. Going to have a lot of high-low chemistry with Mark Williams um, this year. And Duke should be – they should be pretty good this year. Hopefully last year was kind of a just a, a dip, especially in Coach K's last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to get it together. Um, you want to say something? Muster, what's good with yeah. you, bro? Julian Hayes scored, bro. Oh, yo, my I scored, God. yo, I say I'm watching the game, and when he scored, I was gonna say the same thing, bro. I promise. He <laughs> scored. Had a nice little left-handed float. I was like, oh, yeah, I, okay. I know okay. he had five points in the. He had five points in the first quarter. He's actually playing he had, well. He's actually fifty percent from the field right now. Whoa, career what? high, bro. Career, career high, high bro. career high, bro. This is a fake video, but um, Keandre, I got I didn't one last. Did you have any – my bad, Jason. I was going to say if he had anything else to say about the prospects. Yeah, I mean, you got other guys like Jaden Hardy. He's a really good mm-hmm. um, shot creator in the, uh, playing with the G League Ignite. Um, you've got Patrick Baldwin Jr. out in 
University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, so that's a mid-major. I doubt people are going to watch that. Um, but he's really talented, really good shooter at like 6'9". Um, and then one of my favorites, he's not exactly at the, the top, top of the draft, but Ty Ty Washington at Kentucky, I think he has a really good chance to be the best point guard in this draft, which is considerably weaker than last year. Um, yeah. But he, he's but last year he's really was deep. Talented. Last year was a really deep draft. Right. It was it was everybody was kind of spoiled last year with the the amount of passers and you know point guard talent. Yeah. You know, Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, Scotty Barnes, um, Sharif, you know, shoot, throw in Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, like a lot of those guys are really, really talented. I, I was so surprised that Jared Butler fell all the way to the second round. That was kind of shocking. That was but, that was probably mostly health related because if yeah. it was anything else, mm. um, that was just kind of stupid. It was something with his heart, right? Or what was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, it was hard. I have a, I have a quick question for you. How do you feel sure. about Mark Williams? Because that's one prospect that I'm really excited about with his wingspan, his height, and his athleticism. How do you feel about him? Yeah, I like I like Mark Williams. You know, um, kind of talked about him in the video a little bit. But, you know, after, after he kind of worked through some things, they gave him more playing time down the stretch uh, of last year's season. He was really good, like, his last six games. He's putting up, like, 18 a game, uh, around 10 rebounds, you know, blocking shots, a lot of energy. Um, he has pretty good hands. Uh, kind of like this Clint Capella uh, type of mold, but he's, like, a lot more coordinated. I think he's one of the better bigs in this class. I like him quite a bit. And, and for this Duke team, I think he's going to shine. Yeah, I I want him on the Thunder so badly. Like, I've been talking about him a Bro, lot. Anyone, you know, anybody but Chet, honestly. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, these two are these two are not high on Chet. Hey man, yeah, I'm, I'm a Chet fan. I want a big look, man. Look, this like this is how I feel, bro. Man. Name name a single NBA champion that is going to have two players of the frame of Josh Giddy and Chet, bro. Like, let's keep it a beam. Let's just keep it a stack, bro. Not, not Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy is two ten. He's he he's fine. Right. Yeah, he he has tall, he has tall away though, but you can't have skinny, bro. You can't have skinny bigs on win champ championships, bro. That's that's what I'm saying. Like he's hungry, you know. Like I feel he, like give him a sandwich, man. Yeah, he's he's Chet yeah. hungry. That's his name, bro. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's, he's kind that. of a he's a he's a four. He's really a four. You know, mm -hmm. as long as you got like the more of a traditional five next to him, I think he, things can work just because of how versatile he is. He can affect the game and like multiple spots on the floor i wasn't a big chet fan earlier on in his high school career but you know over the last year or so he kind of kind of sold me um he might i don't know i feel like people kind of give like that poor zingus comparison just because they're tall lanky white dudes but you know he's a lot more complete as a player i think um, i agree and poor zingus so i feel that <laughs> Everybody gets the same comps. It's either Dirk, if you're white and tall, it's either Dirk or your Porzingis. Like, it's <laughs> nothing different, you know? I don't get it, man. There's no other comparisons, bro. <laughs> There's other ones. Yeah, the rest of them are busts. <laughs> well, it's like Luca, Luca gets compared to Larry Bird. Like, nobody gives that is you a, a terrible Mike comp, Muscala. also. I know. Nobody's Luka, giving you a yeah, Michael Muscala comparison. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, but that's, hey, that's better than Porzingis, bro. But y'all not ready for that conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, remember, remember Larry Marketing? Remember Larry Marketing and Dirk? That was the yep. worst comp I've ever fucking heard. In my I, life. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, I bet, I bet you was feeling it though. 
When Lar was nah. hooping in that no, first season? No, no, no. Okay. When he was hooping, I was like, okay, this nigga nice. But <laughs> coming into the league, I did not like Larry Markkinen. Like, nobody liked him. I was like, this dude is going to be so... The day that that whole thing went down, I went on YouTube. The, the video's still up. Afterwards, I was like, bro, this is so fucking terrible. They traded Jimmy Butler for nobody. Chris Dunn is trash. Larry Markkinen is true. <laughs> Zach Levine just tore his ACL. We traded Jimmy for nothing. He still has a chance to be Dirk. Just saying. And then on top of that, we gave up a pick. We gave up a pick. Darius, I mean, I can't nothing right now. So. And also, like, I can't lie. Chris Dunn, I was a huge fan. I can't lie. I was a huge. Fan. Chris Dunn, bro. Chris yeah. Dunn is a. He's a bust. Yeah. BB you know what's crazy? Hey, I have a question for you, Keandre. Before we we wrap this up, uh, who do you think is the biggest bust oh, since the Anthony Bennett shit? Let's remove Anthony Bennett. Since so 2015. Bennett, who do you think, or the three? Let's go with three biggest busts in the NBA history since Anthony Bennett. You can look up some drafts too, because I know yeah. it's been a lot of busts. It's on. been a lot I'm of busts. To, I'm trying to look up. What's the what's the what's draft. the criteria though? What would they have to be like a top five pick or something? Completely. I mean, I, I guess yeah, a top five, top ten. Completely bombs expectations. Dragon Bender. Completely bombs expectations. Ooh, oh, that's uh, a good one. Ja a Dragon Bender is a good one. I would probably say, well, I want him to go first before I would say mine. I'll, yeah, everybody can, we can just all like offer one. Um, I guess you could throw. Uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and pick. Well, we already talked about Frank earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. Marquis Chris has to be up there. Yeah, uh, I think he was an eighty uh. pick. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll just go with Marquis Chris. I don't know. That was mm. just kind of the one I saw when I pulled up. Jack and Bender also. So basically, the Suns can draft. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. Hey, hey, no, hey. Terrence Ferguson. Nah, I'm not gonna say. It. I was gonna say Terrence Ferguson. I, I'm gonna leave. He's a late twenties pick. Yeah, he, he's not a bust. I would say the biggest bust, um, I think Dennis Smith Jr. is up there. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? Josh Jackson, low-key yeah. up there. He, he And to be fair, nah, there is no to be fair. He just sucks. <laughs> um, For me? And it, it's crazy because he was supposed to be the third pick. The Celtics actually wanted him until he yeah. dodged their meeting with uh, Brad Stevens and uh, Danny Ainge. But go ahead, Jason. For me, I got two, bro. Number one, Bustis Winslow. I mean, dude, very disappointing. I know he's had injuries, but the fact that his shot is still nowhere near good. I mean, I had him as one of my most. Hey, he could shoot players. in college. He yeah, he could. Just, he could. Oh, my God. I Move that line peace. a little bit back, and that nigga can't shoot shit. Yeah, bro. He's, um, he's at least had, like, productive moments as a player. Yeah, that's true. That but point like, forward season? Uh, yeah. Another one? For me, is Marvin Bagley now? Ooh, yeah, that's like, it, that's probably honestly. Until he goes to the Thunder and revives his like, career. Nah, <laughs> honestly, Marvin bro, Bagley, Marvin Bagley bro, is probably the one of the worst ones. It's, it's not completely <laughs> on him, right? Because no, you know, no injuries and no, seriously, seriously, injuries. He's yeah. basically Sam Bowie, right? Injuries kill <laughs> are killing his career. He's not getting many minutes, right? But at the same time, for him to be as bad as he is defensively. Is wild, oh, yeah. to me. you know. That's that's thing that's killing it for me. And then offensively, he doesn't really have any refined moves. Like, like 
like Stephen A. said, bro, he doesn't have a post move that he remembers. Like, he, they're, they're just like, he doesn't rebound, he's not physical. And the fact that the next year after that, bro, came out that he was 6'8", ooh, man, like it's, I'm out of him completely, he, man. He's, in my opinion, he's, he's always going to be the guy that's been, that was drafted before Luka. That's yep. pretty sad. Yeah. Oh. Really sad, actually. Really kind of embarrassing. Eat your thunder, though, man. <laughs> At this point, I'm taking anyone over Darius Basley, bro. No <laughs> cap, I'm not even going. Hey, stay stay on the Basley train. He might he might be able to figure it out sometime this season. Uh, Jay Smooth, that's, staying that's, on the train. Jay Smooth, I'm be honest, <laughs> Andre, that's, that's being really optimistic. Hey, you no, know, Jay Smooth, Jay Smooth thought Darius Basley was going to be the next Ben Simmons. Yeah, he said he's uh, Ben Simmons I, with a jump shot. Ben Simmons with a jumper, bro. Bro, first of all, yeah, Ben Simmons with a jumper. That's crazy. literally. That might be <laughs> That literally might be the goat. No, nah, not the okay. goat. Not the goat. This but is like, the thing. If ben Simmons had a and jump LeBron, shot. LeBron, he could be the goat. LeBron. No, no, he doesn't have the. Actually, no, though, yeah, you know. no, he okay. <laughs> now I think about my it. thing with these <laughs> is like it's not the fact that like oh he's just missing shots right now. For me, like if you watch him, he just taking bad shots. Like it kills the offense. Like kills the offense, slows the flow. He's not doing much yeah, off ball. Like, he think he thinks he's Giannis every time he drives. Yeah, oh, it's, he, it's, he does not to control his body. Is, he be th- he be throwing up some, I, bro. I I've never shots. heard hard ass bricks the way I, I, I hear when I watch Thunder <laughs> games, bro. Like when I was watching that game against the Clippers, even though y'all were winning a good portion of the game, my God, the bricks I was hearing just do 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 hard Gun ass shots. Bricks. What is Gun it, shots. Like, what, hey, that's is our take. That's what, 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 what aspects is Darius Busy actually like decent at? So defensively, defense, defense. defensively, yeah, yeah. Okay. he he's shown that like I mean he guarded Paul George for most of that game and he did a really really good job until the end and Paul George just started hitting like heavily that's contested PG, shots. That's PG, though. Yeah, that's Paul George. You know what I mean? But like overall, offensively, he doesn't bring you anything. If if he was like if he was like the 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 tenth man in a full ten man rotation, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, but like he's but like, him being not- a starter is insane, bro. <laughs> Like you guys want to lose though, right? Yeah, that's right. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. Our tank. he's our tank. No, he's our tank commander, bro. Yeah, he, he is our tank commander. Him and Poco are our tank. Out, yeah, I'm still holding out hope on Baisley. Just, I just think there's like a lot of tools there, and he's still like what 21. Yeah. Um, you know, you see what you see what he does this season. If he keeps us up all season, you just kind of go in a different direction, Poku? probably. How, how you feel about Poku? Poku. I mean, it's too early to to say. He's no, he's had, bro. Like, yes, it is, bro. Yes, it is. <laughs> you, think he's, you think he's bad? Oh, oh. last year they hate Poku. They Poku. hate Poku. Yeah, they, they don't. Bro, like. listen, listen, listen. Poku, when he was drafted, anybody who told you otherwise, and he was a four-year project, was lying to you. Poku is gonna do some of the dumbest things you ever seen somebody <laughs> do on the basketball court right now. <laughs> But there's a lot of there's a lot of potential there. Like sometimes he's gonna go behind the back, throw behind the back pass or something like that. Like there's That's there's true. things that you like about his game, but it's just not there completely. And especially if he's not gonna if he's not gonna develop physically in any way, then we start having a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but like you just gotta this is like a four year plan with him. Like yeah. you can't you can't just make the generalization now. Hey, I'm so serious though. I I that I, I still think I'd rather see Poku than Darius Basley. Okay, I, 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 Darius Basley is so bad, bro. I can't. I, 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 I,
like okay, yeah, Darius basically makes the defense better, but honestly, we don't want the defense to be better. I'd rather Josh get I'd rather Josh Giddy and Shea be looking good on offense, bro. And Darius basically kills that shit because Josh Giddy will pick up his dribble, swing to Darius basically break. But this is right. I promise you, Josh. If if Darius basically wasn't a starter, Josh Giddy would average ten assists. I swear, I, I put I, I swear what? I'm not even joking, bro. <laughs> really. Tennis. I, I believe. I believe that terrible Thunder there, team. There's there's Ooh, literally listen. compilations you can find online of him diamond niggas up for bricks. He's <laughs> oh I know yeah, Darius Bisley's atrocious, bro. I, know, I already know. No, it's that bad, Ten is bro. tough. Ten is tough, but he's getting eight, eight, eight minimum. Eight. Yeah, he's getting eight. That's true. Like this is the thing. Um, Poku, nah. Uh, what's it called? Giddy finds Baisley for so many shots. Like it's wild. Like how many yeah. shots he in rhythm open threes, which I don't mind Baze taking. Right, layups, dunks, like everybody. He just finds them, and they're just missing shots, you know. And I think Poku, Poku as a spot up shooter, and this is weird because I'm I'm not a Poku fan. I wasn't a fan of him <laughs> even in the draft. I wanted Sadiq Bay and Jaden McDaniels, right? But um. If if you look at it, Pokus has higher potential as a spot up shooter, way better passer. I mean, we see some of the passes that he can make really, really well. Um, just in my opinion, a bit of a they probably have the same ceiling for me. Um, but like he just showed me a lot more at the age of nineteen. So like that's that, that's why I'm like, you know, I'd rather go with Poku and uh yeah, like but this is gonna hey, be side like the note, what? Side note the 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 Celtics are shockingly blowing the shit out of the Heat, right? Yeah, the Heat. It was just a 10-point game. The when Heat I only scored 60 points in the fourth quarter. 76, 76 to 60. Wow. No, 79 to 60. It's hey, bro, how's that lob catching big Jimmy Butler doing? He got 18. Uh, six, six, 16 or <laughs> 18 now. Such a, such a hater, bro. Yeah, he, he the one like game, the one ga- Tyler Hero has had at least 16 points every game. The one game I bet him to have 16 points. You're a curse, bro. It's a curse, curse, bro. It's a curse. I promise you it's a curse, curse, bro. bro. It's a curse 100%, bro. That's what happens when you gamble, you loser. Nah, bro, you can gamble. Nah, I've been making making bread these last few games. These last last three days, I made 500, nigga. I'm just... (laughs) What are you you on? Whatever you want. I'm on prize picks. And also, um, in Florida... um, the hard hard rock just passed the thing, so we can gamble like legally now. So you know, chilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Prize Pick too. I'm on Prize Picks too, but that app has been giving me the Max's nice treatment for the last week or so. Max's so. nice treatment. <laughs> I've reached across. I reached across roads. Like. Yeah. But, uh, oh I think that I think that concludes this episode. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot about Max is nice, bro. <laughs> when he said I reached the crossroad, it didn't settle in with me until. <laughs> Dog, yo, yeah, yo. Nah, Max is nice. Yo, <laughs> I forgot yeah, about that, man. <laughs> Y'all know what happened to him? I, I know. Yeah, he, he got he got robbed. Did, did Justin say he got robbed? Yeah. Oh, he got robbed. What the? Yeah, he got. Oh, he got. Got robbed. He was like, bro. They, he's like, they took. He took his rolly. He took like he had like two thick ass chains on. He had he had a um he had a um a bracelet on his other wrist. They stole that shit. He was like he was like yo. He's like I'll cash up y'all all of all of. He said I'll cash up all of y'all a thousand right now. And they were like, nah, fuck that shit. Damn. (laughs) We have to eat. (laughs) That's why. Wanted to buy them Subway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he's like, he's like, y'all hungry? Like, he, they, they was like, bro, we hungry, bro. And he was like, y'all hungry? He's like, well, I'll buy y'all Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
bro. Ah, they got robbed and offered to give them something. Let me just say before we end this pod, bro, I want to say I don't know why Max is nice ever got a following, bro. He was like the most unfunny person. Okay, bro. chill out. No, I, I, point, bro, no, he, no, no. He hopped on the B.A.D.O.T. Dot, dot train. Yeah, bro. he did. He did, yeah, he bro. Did. He hopped on it. B.A.D.O.T. was way better at it. In word like, for word, was. bar for bar, he took that nigga flow. He's still I'm pushing it. Hey, bro, he's pushing like, that shit. There was never a point in my life where I actually laughed at a Max's nice video. I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, okay. When, he, okay. when he does that LeBron walk shit, that is kind of LeBron. It is not funny. It is not. Oh, but it's accurate though. I, I give I, it's cool. It's cool to see because stuff, accurate is not like. I don't think it's funny. Like, that's what I'll say. It's not funny though. Un, he not. is unfunny, but like you gotta understand, some people actually like this stuff. So I'm I, saying I mean, I be seeing laughing emojis in the men. I'm like, bro, yeah. you don't really think it's I'm funny. like, you're crying. Has to be a lot, NBA bro. players act like it's funny, funny as shit. Like I know D Wade did one time, and it's like, D Wade is. Oh him. my god, yo, D Wade was pushing them so hard, bro. And I was like, oh man. D Wade is horny. You said what? Industry plant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not even gonna lie. D Wade and his wife be wild. You know, actually, you know, end the pie. Yeah. Let's not end it. Let's not, let's not, so thank you, game. thank you, Keandre. Thank you for hopping on. That nigga was gonna go a whole <laughs> south direction, bro. Thank you so much but, uh, for hopping yeah. on, though. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Keandre. You got any final words? You got any bro, final he called us man an industry plant, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all y'all make sure y'all tap in on into hoop intellect's youtube channel man show us some love the facts yeah any final nah, nah man just yeah thank y'all for having me on it was uh, it was fun um but yeah all right appreciate it bro thank you this man this man bino said to hop in bro people i'm, I'm pretty sure everybody that listens to this podcast already know about his stuff Bro, still, there, there's gonna be there's gonna be like five guys that have no idea who he is, bro. bro I'm okay, telling you, Keandre, bro, is probably like, it, it, this is probably just my opinion, bro. Best draft dude out there, bro. Y'all have yeah, to. I don't think it's. I don't think I think he's the only draft dude I know. the only one. I think he's the only one I know. Mojo does draft videos. There's other guys that do draft. I don't know anybody who does it like. But Mojo does NBA stuff too, you know. Keandre, you be breaking them down, bro. Videos, bro. Yeah, you be breaking them down as good as anybody, bro. Yeah. Keep it up, bro. Uh, but that concludes this episode, episode 48, not 47, Darius. It's 49, uh, actually. Make- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look at you. Look at you. Look at you, bro. Look, look at, at you. you. Selling. Such a chip. <laughs> look at you. Such a chip. Missed a wide chip. open layup, bro. Missed a wide open layup right there, bro. Insane. Episode 49. Uh, Next episode, episode 50. So, you know, we're probably going to do something a little special for that one. Uh, So y'all yeah. stay tuned for that. Uh, but make sure y'all drop a like, subscribe, leave us a nice review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts for the Android users like Darius. Um, and y'all make sure y'all stay safe and have a blessed day, man. We out. We out, man. Ready? Weezy out here. <laughs>